Hey. We're doing a podcast. It's called Wrestle Boys. Also, hello. <laughs> I'm Wrestle Boys. Rocks. Rocks. <laughs> Alrighty. We're doing these way more often than I thought we would, but fuck I it. I know. I hey, it, it's kind of nice. I We're guess getting... when the I guess when the time is right, I guess we should introduce ourselves because I forgot to fucking do that last episode. I'm Jake or Allie. I go by Allie online. I, I'm a pervert. I, uh, <laughs> I, I'm Mega Fighter. I'm also known as Drew, but I but is also a I pervert. feel like but I feel like. But I feel like a good point of reference. This we go by our usernames until we because feel like we've talked to that. we've talked to each other for ten years like that, and it's weird. So, so so transitioning out has been kind of difficult. And also, we and, should really deal with the rock ten in the room. Yes. And finally, I am uh, joining the show. My name is Seth, also known as Rock so rock tan was from our old podcast the one where we all yelled at each other for three hours so miserable (laughs) he he is a guest he might not be on every episode but he'll be here when he wants to be here that's pretty much how it's gonna go we figured we figured since we're doing a pay-per-view yes (laughs) we decided you know what let's have a guest on board you know what's the funny thing? I didn't think we were doing a pay-per-view until, like, the very last second because I forgot what fucking week Royal Rumble was. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I checked. Because, yeah, it turns out, oh, yeah, we're doing the pay-per-view. This is totally the go-home show. And I, I also, the other thing I also forgot is, like, we, because of how we started with SmackDown, because it was the one on the New Year's Day, Yeah, sort of means we were doing all the shows backwards, but this one... No Raw. I fucking Just, told you we should have done December 31st Raw. It was a recap. <laughs> I know, but still. <laughs> this song's still going. <laughs> yeah. Roxanne, don't put on pants. Anyway, we are reviewing SmackDown Week 3 and the Royal Rumble. Apparently, we were, go- we were also going to review Heat but they don't have heat on the WWE network. It might not even have been like the pre-show like I thought it was. Where's time. my Billy think... Kidman match? I know. Where's where's my <laughs> Billy Kidman match? Ah, Billy Kidman. Billy Man Kid. Good time. Rockin, Rock, we had voiced concerns about his volume. I think he adjusted his volume a little too low. Yeah. Or maybe, or maybe this fo- song is very loud. I don't the know. The song is very loud. I only turned my volume down a little bit. Okay. 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 Thank God. This is. We could have easily just cut that song out. But yeah, yeah, we we did. We didn't. I mean, yeah. So SmackDown starts weird. SmackDown just starts backstage with The Rock just wearing denims, <laughs> just denims. Oh, be- before we start, uh, I had in my notes because I wanted to mention this. The old WF opening bumper is so cool. Oh, like the all the fucking projections and the random like smatterings of the WWE thing. Yeah, I miss the old bumpers. I I I think though I get what they're trying to do these days with the the newer bumpers. Then, uh, but now forever, it's. It seems so kind of like lame, cheesy, and like, <laughs> um, it's. I, 
the the one they had just before that was better. The one that they had where like they had they would they would go they would have like sort of this historical thing. Yeah, where they but played they like the audio clips and shit. The audio clips. Yeah, that was better. That than was the, also really now. good. I actually, that's the one I always think of is the, you know, it's like, what you're going to do is like, oh, top off the top rope and all that sort of stuff. Like all the yeah, little yeah. clips. Oh, yeah. That, the, the one that was like, yeah, this all the clips of like wrestling. Andre yeah. the Giant, WrestleMania, yeah. you know, like, all that shit. Yeah, that, as, that was good. But as it's been pointed out, one of the things the problem with that was like they would have they would have bits audio clips from people that weren't that that were essentially kind of in a sense blackballed from the company or and, yeah of, like Hogan would constantly have to I think they replaced they Hogan would, and then put him back in yeah 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 it was like yeah Hogan was in there even though he was on it like you would think if he, as soon as someone got to another company they wouldn't want them on there <laughs> you know hey yeah or when they get or when they get caught saying racist stuff on a sex tape they'd yeah. want to them on okay you, that you, was you combined yeah. those incidents together he was racist on the phone and he did a sex tape <laughs> i thought he was i thought he said racist stuff on the sex tape no he said racist stuff talking about his daughter dating a black man that's different <laughs> okay he had a, he made a racist sex tape. <laughs> the racism sex tape. <laughs> I guess it's just because those two things kind of happened at like concurrent times. That, it was back to back. He had sex wearing back blackface. <laughs> oh my god, no! Oh Jesus! Anchor, Christ. anchor, anchor, skip like ten minutes ahead. Uh, <laughs> oh God, we are so fucking canceled immediately. So we're not doing guests again. <laughs> canceled, 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 canceled. So we're coming from uh, the Century Tell Arena in Bossier City, Louisiana. Oh, I th- I was thinking they were in Baton Rouge, but eh, fuck it. I never. I've, I've. I'll be honest. I never heard of Bossier City. SmackDown has less fun pyro than Raw because Raw just fucking explodes, and SmackDown is more just like pew. I believe I refer. I uh, did I not put down that this was discount raw pyro. Oh, we were talking about the backstage segment. Yeah, the, the Rock, Rock was wearing denims, and we are welcomed to the theme of the night. Everyone talking to the Rock. Yes, yeah. I have. I Stone have Cold immediately notes. confronts him because exactly. I don't know. He was just like filing his nails or some shit backstage. I have my, my notes. Do you have time in your day to talk about our Lord and Savior, Stone Cold Steve Austin? <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> anyway, Rock, Rock and Austin stare each other down. I think Austin talks about how he has two wins on him in Mania, but then Rock's yeah. like, oh, yeah, but I have the win at, what was it, like Survivor Series or some shit? Survivor Series 2001. Yeah. Uh, speaking of what, I, I okay, who who was, who entered and who was waiting? Who, who, who entered uh, Rock the arena? Entered. Rock okay, so why was Stoko just standing there? I have to. <laughs> I don't know. That's why I made the Mormon joke, or the uh, Jehovah's Witness. Excuse me. Don't yes. want to insult Mormons like that. I'll insult Mormons in another way. <laughs> uh, here is a little um, backstage shit, but I'm also going to give you guys the Royal Rumble article, so we can get stats for that when it comes up. But yeah, we can do that later. Excellent. Anyway. Thank you. I want to mention that the, at one point in the conversation, uh, the Rock got so close as he's 
as he's speaking uh, uh, the Steve during the part where he's tell tell him I'm ne I, I never forget. He got so close to Steve, he almost kissed him. Yeah, I started chanting like kiss, kiss. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 subtle homoeroticism of wrestling is often a topic on Wrestle Boys. Yeah, just. <laughs> You have to admit it's there, just like how the 80s, like, you could just say the whole 80s was just everyone just very loudly denying that any of the things they're doing are gay. <laughs> Despite being the most flaming things imaginable. Exactly. Oh, my God. Also, but, Rob uh, Van, so Rob Van Dam shows up after the pyro with yeah. his new theme tune, which was really weird, like one of a kind. We're going to talk about that when we get to the Rumble, but yeah, one of a kind yeah. debuts here on this on this go-home SmackDown. Oh, but before we... Uh, just before that, I just want to say that Beetleville People was the best SmackDown intro ever. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. I'll admit, I, 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 I wasn't I, sure what it had to do with SmackDown, but the other theme song for SmackDown at the time was... <laughs> well, just, 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 just the raw theme again. <laughs> oh yeah, no wait, that's SmackDown. <laughs> yeah. I, I, although I like that intro. Well, raw yeah, had thorn in your eye, you know. Like, thorn okay. in your eye. Did SmackDown also have thorn in your eye, or did no. it, or was it just that raw borrowed the beautiful people once? Is they borrowed it mean? like no, no. They did it in 1999 when the song came out. In, and, then Raw, they gave it to and then they gave it to SmackDown in 2000, like 2001. Oh, huh. okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Things. Yeah. Anyway, so, William Regal versus Rob Van Dam. I love William yeah, Regal. Man. He's such a good fucking heel. He's so, he was such an underrated wrestler. The, he, uh, he is a very underrated wrestler. At this point, they definitely were pushing him well. Yeah, they, mean, were, they were trying to make him look good for the edge match he had at the Royal Rumble, but... I wanted him to beat someone other than RVD because RVD's great. <laughs> RVD's great. Yeah. Regal's great. It's it's like... Mm. And to answer Megaflighter's question from last week, William Regal doesn't have his brass knuckles when the uh, referee checks him, but the brass knuckles are with the timekeeper for some reason. Right. Yeah. So this was my question I... of how does he keep getting them into the arena and pass like security? Apparently yeah, he I doesn't keep them on him. Why were the brass knuckles sitting at the timekeeper's desk? So, so I guess the timekeeper always has brass knuckles on him for some reason. <laughs> Self defense. Or, no one touched my fucking ring bell. Go, or we have to go with your theory of Megafire that that William Regal is bribing certain people uh, to get the brass knuckles in there, and it, that's that's who we. This is who we bribed. This actually, week I think that was I think that was actually Ali's theory. My yeah, that was my was theory. Just, my theory was that he has brass knuckles strategically hidden in every hotel whenever the WWE travel or the WF of WWE travels to anywhere. But yeah, Rob so Van Dam go to a hotel and just sneak in the brass knuckles. Rob Van Dam starts doing his comeback where he does like the fucking back handspring shoulder tackles, and yeah. on the last one, William Regal just knocks him the fuck out with the brass knuckles. Yep. I remember. Uh, I I never put much thought into it before, but that spot RBD does where someone goes for a back body drop and then Rob would flip over them is oh so yeah cool. like they, he would run the ropes and they would like, go down for like the back the fucking like over the head body drop and then Rob Van Dam would just do a fucking flip and it was awesome. This was yeah. This was when RBD was at his peak. I'd 
Yeah, like was, he was like, well, there was here's the thing. Here's the done. ECW. At least at its peak in WWE because, I mean, you know, he I was going to say ECW RVD was probably really green. <laughs> yeah. Then he got good. This is like consistent ECW. work rate, Ron Van Dam. Yeah. <laughs> I have Anyway, one... apparently. Well, I wouldn't. I haven't seen his work in ECW, so I wouldn't know how good he was. And here's the thing: like the commentary was arguing the whole fucking time about if they could see the brass knuckles or not. (laughs) And like King was constantly, I think King was like constantly denying it, and Michael Cole was like, "But they were there." (laughs) I I think we got to the same argument. Like they did the same argument on like the. They did it every time he did it. But I'm like, so you guys I have just, monitors. <laughs> I know. I want one day. I want one of these episodes to Jim, just have like Jim JR just, just like, go. You got a fucking monitor, King. <laughs> I can watch the monitor. Jesus King. Christ! Am I the only one watching this goddamn show? Stop looking at Stacy Kaler's ass. That's right. One of the, that is one of the things uh, about wrestling that sometimes uh, TNA at one point was re- was really notorious for, uh, during the really bad periods of where. You, it's like, does no do does nobody that is like a wrestler or a commentator or a manager or a GM or what you know any on uh, any of the personalities that are in that that are that are involved in the show does nobody of them actually watch the show? That you is always I mean? one of the worst things. I know there was a time in WCW, especially. I, I do where... remember. Um... Who was where they weren't allowed to watch the monitors at all? Who was not Tony Schiavone? Who was with Mike Tanay? Like uh, the, Don West. Yeah, I remember Don just West, Don yeah. West screaming at a piece of paper during like a hardcore match. Oh yeah, they had the script. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of like when like back in like the late nineties WCW, they weren't allowed to watch like any like they weren't shown any like the pre-show segments. So the announcers were just completely blind to everything. Oh, I guess that happened. I, I wasn't there. <laughs> like Ric Flair would come in, just beat the shit, wielding like a, wielding like something he grabbed, and like Bobby Heen legitimately goes like, he looks drunk <laughs> because he didn't see anything because <laughs> they wouldn't show the backstage segments of him getting beaten up by the NWO. So. You know, we Regal gets the win. They argue over the brass knuckles being a thing or not, and we cut to the back where Angle is asking a security card for the Rock's locker room. You know, and then yes. the Kurt just leaves to go talk to the Rock, and the first thing Rock asks when Kurt Angle enters the locker room to confront him is, "Did you knock first? <laughs> the Rock. No one will see the Rock's penis." tonight <laughs> oh my god it really is like yeah i think he just said something about just like you knock i could have been naked I could, the rock could have been imagine, naked imagine if the rock had a bathroom in his own uh, changing room the rock's locker room is just one big bathroom <laughs> has his has his gear in like a plastic bag in the toilet just to keep it <laughs> it's, it's like it's like it's like it's like yeah, it's like my. Home, it's like home. that house if, in. If, uh, if he doesn't knock, if he doesn't knock, and and, and you just and, and you immediately enter, and you're like, and he's like, and he and, and you hear just grunting and 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 Angle look, looking horrified. Oh God, what I what did I walk into? 
Were you about to talk about that house flipper house you made? That was yeah, that house table. flipper house where it was just like a bathroom. It was a toilet in the middle with a spotlight on it, and then yes. like three thousand square feet of bathroom dials. Oh my god, I know it's so dumb. I loved that house. We start well. We once again continue this theme of is everyone gonna harass the Rock about how they're in the Rumble? So. Kurt Angle and Rock have a visualization session where he tells Rock to, or he tells Kurt Angle to close his eyes and imagine him winning at WrestleMania. And then surprise, POV, you're at WrestleMania. POV, you're at WrestleMania. Binaural beats, ASMR. You're wrestling the Rock at WrestleMania. And then POV. he told, and then when Kurt Angle finally felt joy in his miserable life, Kurt, Rock tells him, it dream, it dream, it was dream, it dream, it dream. In a really weird description, it's like a dream. And he did, and he did this as a little uh, bit where he sounded like he was like a little kid, kind of bowling angle. It's a dream. It's a dream. It was and, uh, so it was the Rock says he's going to beat. Really mocking voice. He's it, going to beat whoever the fuck wins the Rumble one, two, three, and then he counted three weird like he. He sit, started the one, two with the pointer, well, pointer and, the and middle finger. And then he yeah, lowered all his fingers, made like an and okay, and then lifted his like, other three fingers. Yeah, he switched to like middle ring and pinky, and it's like I thought it was a, like, I thought it was a German three, but that's with your thumb. Yeah, so I don't know why didn't he just do the German Fun fact, three if he doesn't like doing that the was American the three. that was yeah, one of the ways they uh, that was one of the ways they detected Nazis back in World War Two. They tell them to count to three with their hands, and if they use their thumb, they fucking shot them. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> I think that's I think that's a thing they referenced in um in Glorious Bastards, Bastards too. But they yeah. it did it in a reverse but, where it's like the Nazis figured out they weren't Nazis because they counted one two three with like pit like pointer middle ring. Well, maybe yeah, it, Germans it, it just is, like three count. Okay, it's really <laughs> one it is, two. It is three. Very, <laughs> it is very strange. It's like he started with. A one group of fingers, and then he just switches for no apparent reason. I mean, yeah, it's like why like, didn't you finish? Why didn't you finish with the fingers you started? All right, with? All right guys, Rassle Boy's physical challenge: close your fist and try to raise your ring finger by itself. It's mm. really, it's really fucking hard. <laughs> it, it hurts. Yeah, <laughs> you can't you do it. Your, four, your forefinger? Yeah, like the ring finger. Yeah. Oh yeah, finger. yeah, that is hard. Yeah, just that, that, yeah, yeah, it's very difficult to do. So I don't Apparently know why. An, I don't know. Well, I guess if you do it on your own, it's a problem. But well, like one, I counted one by flipping flipping it off. Two, yeah, you did. Yeah. The great Russell voice debate about finger you know, That would have been yes. actually a great. Uh, that I, I would. That actually would have been a great bit. If he started counting with two fingers and then he and then he and then he ended it with a with a middle finger, <laughs> fuck you, Kurt Angle. That would be uh, more like like you're doing like a countdown like to into the rumble and Steve Austin does like free with his pinky out, or two, like you're in a punk ring, band, so it's like ring. one, two, fuck you. That would also be good. It's like he yeah, goes backwards, it, it like three, more, two, with the one is his middle finger. It definitely would be more fitting for Stone Cold to do it, but I hope. yeah. Anyway, it's time for gay jokes. Billy is coming out with I, Chuck as uh, his second. This is, this is a point of debate because me, so we all watch these like synced up together. Yeah, Speaking we of homoerotic overtones. Yes, <laughs> Billy is facing Tajiri. 
Chuck is his second. And Tori Why is out Kajiri here. Why is with Tori Wilson? Bring 2002. They, I don't know. <laughs> are they a couple? I think it was I some inv- so. some invasion shit. I don't know. I I guess it's because Tori likes getting tarantula in bed. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sex? Yes, I have. <laughs> I don't get this gimmick. So Billy decides to start out by doing like a weird Asian bow to Tajiri. Right. So we have made a point of whenever there's a Billy and Chuck match of counting the gay jokes. I didn't think we were going to have to count racist jokes today, but we do. I missed that. That was like the start of the match was like, you know, they go. he goes up to, to Jerry, then he stops and he does like a bow. Aww. It's like, oh, my God. Now, this so is the point. here is the uh, here is the major argument of this show that we had for like 10 fucking minutes for some godforsaken reason. We were talking over each other because Roptan was there and we heard, I think it was King say something along the lines of every queen needs a king. Or and yeah, they every were, king needs a queen. Every king needs a queen. And I sort of thought that like, because they were talking about Billy and Chuck like just before and I don't know if he pivoted to talking about Tori Wilson or not. So, either he called like Billy and Chuck queens or Jerry the King Long is being thirsty towards Tori Wilson. So we are in a complete debate over whether or not that we are in a, a deadlock, not a sponsor, over the fact. <laughs> I, I would, I could, e- I could see either one, honestly. Yeah, that's why we're. This is why it's such a strong argument between me and Ali is because it's a believable joke either way. Yeah, because so they just, or at they least just... a believable statement. Yes, yeah. not exactly a great joke. <laughs> But it's a believable one coming from Lawler. Yeah. Yeah. I, guess, I see what you mean. Otherwise, anyway, other, I don't know. It wasn't a lot. Billy Gunn's fine. Tajiri's good. Uh, Chuck runs in and fucking Tajiri just misses his ass. And then Billy hits the Famouser and wins. And then we cut to the back again where someone else is talking to The Rock Triple H's water boy? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I think some, he's like some fat and guy. <laughs> just And then it transitions into fucking Hunter. <laughs> I have in my notes. Don't you fucking dare talk about the Rumble Hunter. Uh actually Hunter whispered the about the Rumble to the Rock. Uh, but it's just it's again. <laughs> they had a very quiet promo, like six inches from each other's face. I, I want to rumble in bed with you, Rock. I want to. I want to <laughs> win the Royal again. with your ass. Subtle, subtle of of the of professional wrestling. So, <laughs> yeah. Guess what? He's going to win the rumble. Triple H says, "I'm going to win the rumble," and, and then, then I'm going to wrestle you. And then I'm going to wrestle you, even though you're not the champion, and you have to beat Chris Jericho first. But, yeah. Everyone is so certain that Rock's gonna win. We will. We will get to that when that comes up. <laughs> so we cut away from that to uh, Trish Stratus with Lillian Garcia, and Trish Stratus is looking very purple today. I was actually kind of surprised. I forgot that Lillian Garcia also did interviews. Yeah, she did. Like yeah. when, back in the day, it was Finkel doing the uh, ring announcing, and Lillian was backstage. But then Finkel left, and Lillian took over. Oh, okay. Triple H, you know that kind of shit. 
we get we start this interview and then immediately the, the moment even, Tristratus breathes in, Jazz just fucking tackles her from behind. We were yep. we were completely thrown off because we're used to like in the interviews they get at least one question out of the way. No, <laughs> not not in the ruthless aggression era. So Jazz well, just starts punching was her. This, was this the ruthless aggression? I thought it was the attitude. No, this oh. is first the, po well post post event. Well, it's post invasion basically. Yeah, we okay. haven't had the promo that announced. We haven't had the ruthless aggression. aggression promo, but this is the era, so to speak. It's, we're we're in that we're in that time period. Yeah, we haven't had the Cena, the, the, the that Cena promo. Yeah, or the Vince promo. Anyway, the Jazz punches the shit out of Tristratus, grabs her hand, and just slams it in the fucking like one of those dress grates they have. Yeah. And that was awesome. For once, the camera shake kind of worked a little bit because. I don't know how hard that fucking crate got slammed on Trish, but that must have sucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, also shout out to Lillian Garcia for being one of the few interviewers who actually goes to help. When that, that was when what I would up. notice. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I don't remember another time I've actually seen an interviewer help the wrestler after being attacked to her. Good on you, Lillian. Yeah. Yeah, like every other time I think like fucking Tom Phillips or whoever it would be. Would just kind of stand there and watch, or or they or they disappear, or they take or off, or they or, get or, the or, hell out of or there. Or they'd be like, yeah, or they'd be like a cat when you drop something; they would just teleport away. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we cut to you know back to the arena, and DDP's face on the Titantron, like you just accidentally opened the selfie cam while you're looking down at it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, it's it's him, it's him, it's DDM. So, <laughs> and he's fighting the big bomb man. Awesome. One of the fallouts of the invasion was GDP doesn't have a job because he was part of the alliance, if I remember right. Yes. And I Which... know you probably mentioned this in the show, but God, having big boss man without the big in his name is so fucking he's weird. Just, he's it, just bomb man. Still... It's still, it still bothers me, even though we've, we're now three episodes in. We're three it. episodes in, and we've had a conversation about how much it bothers us every time. Every time. <laughs> every fucking time. It's going to bother us until he's gone. Anyway, this match was kind of, and DDP's getting in there in age, but he's still decent. But Big Bomb Man isn't really that great. He's, he's, he is shot to shit. Anyway, Diamond Cutter, DDP has a job now. Which now makes me wonder, didn't he show up in, like, a backstage segment with Booker T, like, last week? I made this... Was he not a legal employee of the WWF and just at the arena? Yeah, that that was a story. That why, yeah, why was, was he there if he didn't have a job? <laughs> apparently this match was to get him a job, so... Yeah. I don't know when... Uh, it, we'd, we'd almost have to go back a few episodes to know, like, did he, did he get fired at some point? He did get fired. But I, but now I have the question: Why would he be bothering Booker line? T after the stink face? Yeah, because it was because he was part of the alliance. Okay. I assume he got fired by Vince after the after Team WDF won out on Survivor Series. Anyway, the um, the big denim machine Undertaker talks to the Rock. Oh, before we go that, I just want to say, I, I know there's a different note for the Rumble, but I thought it would also apply. I, I thought I'd do it here. I. I've actually uh, done, did a little research and watched some clips of uh, DDP hitting the diamond cutter, and 
he hits it pretty good, but honestly, I used to think, oh, DDP, because he did it first, he probably did it better. No. Nope, Randy Orton, I'm sorry, does Whoa. it better. Oh, are we about to have this argument now? Oh, are we going to have the first episode of Fight Me? Fucking, I'm going to say it. The fucking RKO is not better than the Diamond Cutter. And here's my stance on this. One, he cannot hit it from out of nowhere. Because, one, it's a move that requires him to be within, like, jumping distance or, like, a jumping height. He can, he counter, a, he can counter a dive with it. But he needs that airtime. And two, it's not a move that comes out of nowhere because he fucking signals for it. He does not his, every time though. He does the fucking stupid hand thing where that ruins yes, his shoulder. He does, but not every time he does it. Not every time, sure, but he still signals for it. You can hear just like punch, 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 punch. Duh, 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 duh. And yeah, like, I will say I will say that much is like a lot of time a, a lot from what I've seen his, of DDP his, clips doing the his. diamond cutter, he wouldn't he wouldn't Ow. do the taunt a lot less. He did the taunt for he did the bang taunt a lot less. I, I do thing. love like DDP would counter finishers into the diamond cutter. Yeah, <laughs> like like fucking Death Valley drivers, fucking power slams, all that shit. He would counter it into the DDP. He would counter into the fucking diamond cutter. Orton needs a flying opponent, or he'll just randomly jump for it. And, like, right. you can't counter, like, a super kick with it or that kind of shit. That's why I, that's why I will argue the diamond that's why Orton is anti. That's why Orton's anti-air, please buff. <laughs> please yeah, I, please I buff. It, Nerf for DDP. Reason, <laughs> for some reason, I just thought about it, and it just, like... Also, and thought the, th about the, the other thing is, Ornette, like, Orton jumps, Ornette's but... made it... Uh, 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 made a point of doing you know i know it's not technically but the out of nowhere spot and it it it, it really does they do i think the camera really helps in that regard but like orton it jumps seem, and ddp sort of does like a seems, something about it does seem cooler i don't i i don't know ddp sort of snaps you to the ground and i always liked that part yeah so that's so that's it. So this is our stance right now. Me and Allie are pro diamond cutter, and Rock Dan is and I pro RKO. Majority rules! Someone, Yay, democracy! This Yay! Is someone, from someone who <laughs> tends to dis democracy. This, this is someone coming from someone who tends to overall dislike Randy Orton. I'm just saying. I get you, Mike. But I I want to name all the interesting RKOs I can think of, and the only two I can think of are like Evan Bourne shooting Star Press, and that time he countered the curb stomp into an RKO. That's, that's it. He needs airtime, or he can't get shit. But yeah, fucking... but that was mainly because Seth Rollins jumps like a fucking coiled spring, so he could totally do that. <laughs> Seth Rollins is just like a bouncy ball. With a, with a shitty beard. That's just... Yes. <laughs> Super Bowl. Everyone, just... You know, let's, let's make this part of the fun. If you if you comment... If you comment... comment whether you're a... Are you a diamond cutter or an RKO guy? <laughs> or girl. Yeah. Or non-binary. Uh, <laughs> which part of... What you part don't of have to have a dick... You, you, you don't have to have a... Cutter, team RKO? You don't have to have a dick to enjoy the diamond cutter. <laughs> <laughs> are you an NB who likes DDP? Are you an NB DDP? Or are you perhaps a GQ RKO? Up to you. 
<laughs> Acronyms. <laughs> All right, but it's so the big denim machine talks to Rock Undertaker. Fucking the Undertaker. I could have sworn it was like, wasn't it like Triple H and then the Undertaker think, at, like immediately? I think or? at some point American Badass Taker tor turned to heel and it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. I'm sorry. It it sucks. It sucks, Mark. This is when this is when I put down the note. The Rock gets it. You're gonna win the Rumble, and if I win, we're fighting at WrestleMania. Uh huh. The anyway, this next this next segment is brought to you by Clearcell. This segment brought to you by Clearcell, <laughs> which I didn't know. Start was made in 1950. Yeah. So this is not on the 2000s alert, which is getting it's literally every. It's literally just acid you put on your yeah. face and then wash off before it becomes acid. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez it's not like the... it's not like hydrochloric acid it's like a very weak acid <laughs> yeah okay it's stealing but, your it's it's taking your ions for its own is it it, it is it still exist yeah is yes. it still a thing okay. i kept mixing it up with claritin which is like the but, uh, so so it, it they just don't have commercials for it anymore because there's better products than or, or you just don't even really need commercials for Clearasil anymore because everyone just kind of knows it so the rock yeah. is now grumpy and comes out to the ring to cut a promo about how everyone wants to be in the fucking rumble everyone everyone's going to beat him in the rumble like all i kind of was i made the joke about i want all 30 men to come out and talk about the rumble at the same time <laughs> I, over I was, each I other i was one of the one uh, uh, I, I was also was like what what if like yeah, everybody that was gonna be, uh, be in the rumble all had all had to talk to him, and the, and that was the entire show. But yeah, Rock keeps pointing to people in the crowd, saying he's going to the rumble, he's going to the rumble, and then points to the cameraman, says he's going to the rumble, and then takes the cameraman's <laughs> camera, and conveniently there's Rock Cam on the top, like on the top right corner. <laughs> oh in case God. you didn't know, it was the uh, Rock top Cam. Left, actually, shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> 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 so here's the Part thing two. rock is the worst cameraman i've ever seen <laughs> i have on my notes the rock inspires kevin dunn's future production work. first of all first of all he's holding it at an angle at first and that bugged me and then he started like pointing the camera at the ropes and because he pointed at the camera at the ropes it auto focused and now the entire crowd was blurry so he tried to like zoom in and couldn't, and then zoomed in, like, all the way on accident, and kept zooming in and out as he looked at the crowd. <laughs> Allie was getting increasingly frustrated. The camera this. was shaking, it was, like, pivoting, it kept zooming in and out over again. The crowd wasn't focused when he kept looking at the fucking crowd. Also, he, uh, he called the cameraman gay, if I recall. <laughs> He said, uh, "Oh like, yeah, your, your boyfriend's gonna be in the rumble or something." It's like, yes. "Yep, okay." So that's our gay joke for the night. And I just have on the notes: focus the damn camera, Rocky. <laughs> so one of the one of things that was aggravating about it is he this I I this felt like they were like wasting time, like just like this was like so padded out and it, it went on way too long it it's probably like, only felt especially that way because, because especially because you guys camera. you guys kept complaining about how bad it got it is like 
and, and the, well, and I, the was camera, being, I was being I was being facetious. Like, and the cameraman's creep trying to get the camera up from him. He's like, please give me my camera. Back. No, the rock has to shoot this side. <laughs> I, I also really uh, the statement rock versus prunky Brewster on an ice cream sandwich. And then someone's yep. music oh, hits. Someone's music hits, and it wasn't Soleil Moon Fry. It was actually Chris Jericho in a guy in a Guy Fieri shirt. Wait, what? What? Soleil Moon Fry, the actress who played Punky Brewster. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I have listed on my notes: Le Champion Inconteste. Why two belts? <laughs> Chris, so- Chrissy, two belts. Why two belts? Belt the walls down. Guy, guy, too fiery. Guy, so, too fiery. <laughs> I, I, I just have to. Yeah, Jericho comes out and he is honestly pissed. This the kind fuck of like, off. I love how this angry, intense. petulant, slightly immature anger he has. He portrays it so fucking well on the microphone. So good. Yeah, he's just like he is yelling his head off. He's like, nah! he's like just so mad. And I love it. And it's like, it's like the kind of emotion you want from like when a when a promo happens where someone gets, you know, it's like it's like the thing that Flair does. Like when he gets disrespected, you will you know it because he he just loses his shit. Yes. Jericho was fucking heated the whole way. And I I just want to know like. As you you know you guys have complained about that that they've been doing this whole thing where they keep talking to the rock, but and I said, at first it was kind of annoying to have this constant thing of several people coming to the rock saying they were going to run the rumble, but I thought about it. I was like, the whole point was to tell the story that they all expected him to win, and then you have Jericho come out. And it's like, why does everyone expect everyone, to fucking every, win? Everyone's like. You guys are ignoring me. Fuck all of you. And like We're Jericho looks like so it worked out. And again, as a story, Jericho bit, just like... becomes redder and redder in the face as Rock comes down to confront him over it. Of like, Jericho says, "You think I'm a joke?" And then Rock's like, "Oh, I don't think you're a fucking joke. I just think I'm gonna whoop your ass on Sunday." And I do. If I do you smell, you. yeah, like because Jericho cuts off what? if you smell, like no. No! Oh yeah, it's like he, he tries to do if you smell, and then he's just like, no! I am not a joke. I don't smell. <laughs> I don't I have don't a sense of. Sm- I don't have a sense of smell. <laughs> I don't. I don't have a sense of smell. Never had one in my life. Yeah, hot dad. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, I actually found out that he acted Actually, doesn't uh, hot dad actually does not have a sense of smell? That song is actually biographical. <laughs> oh, mommy, mommy. And, but yeah, and, this is just Jericho giving this promo his all, and just just when the rock goes quiet and just kind of slowly walks up to it, it's like, oh, <laughs> oh shit, going down. And the thing I never noticed about uh, what happens next is you know Rikishi shows up after the segment's over. There's one thing I wanted. Uh, I wanted to. I was thinking while I was watching is like, I wonder if, if maybe what part of the the Y2J uh, anger is here is genuine because maybe he found out what there was going to happen to him later. But I don't know. You get the feeling like there is that sense that he's been kind of overlooked by everyone else. 
Right. And, but well, also that, like, maybe he found out, maybe they had already planned that he was, like, like he was going to lose his, the, the, the champion, the undisputed championship way too, way sooner than he ever should have. Maybe. You know, maybe they found out. He found that I'll, out. I'll have that. to. I'll have to check his book because I do have his co- a copy of Undisputed. All right. And now for my I hate Mega Fighter segment of the night, I had to spend <laughs> several minutes looking at pictures of Rikishi's ass because I wanted to find something out. Because Rikishi comes out and he's got like a, he got he's got his like like his Hakama thing over his Mawashi thing. And they yeah. both say Rikishi, so it's just Rikishi, Rikishi. <laughs> and then he takes it off, and I noticed something weird about his trunks that, like, I thought he had a full Mawashi, but he just has, like, a belt and and then, like, regular trunks underneath the belt. And I don't remember if he, he wore a Mawashi or, like, didn't wear one and just wore a belt and trunks. <laughs> so I yeah. spent several minutes looking at pictures of Rikishi's ass to figure this out. Here's well, a picture of him stink. <laughs> Here's a picture of him stink facing Chris Benoit. Anyway, <laughs> well, it's because we it's oh research. <laughs> well, here's what we figured out. What we realized was <laughs> the trunks, the tights, are a completely different color from the belts. Well, no, no. And it's, it's usually the trunks are the same color as the belt, but this, for some reason, he had brown pants. He had like yeah. brown trunks and a black belt, and it was really distracting. More are distracting than looking tights? at his big. Booty butt. <laughs> so the question now becomes: Are these the good tights? <laughs> did oh. Did you mention this in previous shows that this is the thing? Apparently, Rick- no. It's just something that's bugging me, and I'm going to spend no, several no. minutes uh, on Razzle no, Boys, my podcast that's monetized by Anchor on Spotify, to talk about Rikishi's butt. Okay, that's <laughs> that's my prerogative. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, 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 Rocky. But I just want to mention that Rikishi type. has actually gone on record and saying that he would actually uh, depend, depending on who he was working with, if if, if they pissed yeah, him we, off or he we didn't said that like, in the we, last we, we, episode. We mentioned that. That was actually. Oh, last you have episode. mentioned. Okay, okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Anyway, Rikishi's entrance is sponsored by the original Xbox and Subway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That is like which, the two which is Rikishi's weirdly liked. Which is Rikishi's evening after putting his ass in a guy's face is he's gonna go home and play Halo and eat a foot long. <laughs> no, he ate a subway. Is eat and fart fresh. <laughs> he, he eats a sub. He eats a subway foot long. Takes a massive Halo shit. Yes, but I I I made a note that I I for, I had forgotten this, but like. Yeah, back when Rikishi was doing this whole thing of, uh, he, his ass always looked dirty. It's no, like, isn't he, it like the cellulite or something? No, he has this like weird. He had this like weird patch of darker, kind of wrinkly skin on the bottom half of his ass, and I oh. don't know why. It wasn't dirt. It was like, I don't know, like post sunburn skin damage or something. And like muscles? he really <laughs> needs to moisturize. Like, you could really use some lotion. Like, it's not in that picture of him stink-facing Chris Benoit, so... Yeah. so I, he I needs to make sure like his it, butt is lotioned, is what I'm trying is, to say. What I'm wondering is, if it, is it his glutes? Is it his butt muscles? Rassel Boys, uh, available on iTunes. <laughs> we're not yet on iTunes. Actually, we're on iTunes now. Oh, 
Oh shit! <laughs> cool. Not on yeah, iHeartRadio. Like, Go oh, fuck no. yourselves. Uh, yeah, that's how we get on iHeartRadio. We tell them to fuck themselves. <laughs> they'll and then keep talking about Rikishi's They'll ass. come crawling back. <laughs> All right. So I have on my notes for this match, which is a handicap over the top rope. Yes, it was challenge. a handicap over the top rope challenge versus Lance Storm and Christian. Rikishi versus Lance Storm and Christian. We start off with the fact that this is. 350 pounds of thunder buns. Yes, and then someone said he was 400 pounds of he was 400 pounds, but then there was like a debate. Then, yeah. then he replied, "Oh yeah, then his ass is 350 pounds." And it's like, eh. <laughs> so, so Rikishi is only 50 pounds. Of fat he is 50 pounds of Samoan and 300 pounds of ass. That is, he is drawn like one of those weird commissions you get on DeviantArt where the guy's like 80 percent butt. <laughs> I remember. I'm, I'm not like, gonna name names, but I know I what heard you mean. it as Thunderbutt. <laughs> I Thunderbutt is also an acceptable answer, but it was Thunderbuns, which I guess kind of slant rhymes. Anyway, here's what a Royal Rumble looks like. You fucking dumbass. <laughs> right, that is exactly <laughs> what I have, and I think I quoted you on that. Of just like, also Rikishi's this- awesome. I would just like to point that out. It's not them oh, putting yeah, his butt no, in people's faces no thing, actually... but he can suplex a fucker, and it's awesome. <laughs> that's something. Actually his Samoa drops got fucking air, man. He just he just blasted. Yeah, that's something about uh, I made in the notes of my uh, on the Royal Rumble. I was like, yeah, Rikishi, the guy who had the gimmick of having a big ass that he would put in people's faces. That's a damn good wrestler. Dude, he could His... fucking he could fucking move, and he was strong like a bus. We, we are definitely going <laughs> to be talking and, and more yeah, about as Rikishi. You said, his Samoan drop is unique from every other wrestler I've seen it because he lets go and he yeah, it's a release. Some, it's air. a release Samoan drop, and they fucking fly. They get yeah. distance on it. It's fucking crazy. He, he almost did a Rikishi driver in this match. Which... I wish he did. I love the Rikishi right? driver. Rikishi driver is such a good move. Yes. So, yes, I am legitimately a fan of Rikishi. He is great. Yeah. He is great. All hail, Tribal Chief. Uh, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> put a, put a little ass. Put a, all hail, put a little ass on it. So, yeah, the, the top rope challenge ends pretty quickly. And then we get to the why we call this. Slow fuck fest. Rumble looks like. This is why we call it, yeah. We talked about this. Well, actually, I first, like, I would like to point out Landstorm eats ass. Uh, Landstorm eats ass, yes. And then it's the Big Show. And Big Show... Oh, yeah. Now I remember why I mentioned that fucking Rikishi's awesome. He's Samoan dropped the Big Show. (laughs) That was crazy. Yeah. And Big Show went fucking flying, and it was awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, this is where I think we really got into, here's what a Royal Rumble looks like, you dumb fucks. So, yeah, fucking Big Show throws out Rikishi, and then... The APA show up and they try to eliminate the big show and then they and do they and then like Bradshaw pranks Farouk who throws out Bradshaw after getting mad about it. Then Kane shows up. Please buy the Rumble, please, please buy so, the Rumble, please. So please. Last week, buy the Rumble. Episode, we talked about like how there's like the go home like spot of like we're simulating the big event match. They're still, gonna happen at our pay-per-view. they're still doing that a little bit because, like, Hell in the Cell recently had, like, the final segment just have, like, Jey Uso yelling at Roman Reigns while holding, while just 
on the cell for some reason. <laughs> or like they'll have the promos on ladders before Money in the Bank. Yeah, it's like this is or, the match we're having tonight. Or like the Survivor Series teams will kind of square off with each other before the Survivor Series pay-per-view. It's this. It's I, like we talked about this last week and it's like we didn't see that. They were saving it for here. Of like, here's a bunch of rumble spots. It's like a baby rumble. <laughs> Why did that make me laugh? Baby <laughs> yes. Because you're now just 20, a, are you 30 like babies. That, I'm, are you imagining like that mini Royal Rumble that they had? 30, they had like the uh, 30, division? 30 babies will enter the ring and one will fight Chris Jericho. <laughs> no, I'm just imagining a bunch of infants. Oh my God. And then Jericho cuts a promo on a baby. Look at these babies. Oh, oh God. Now I'm imagining Jericho as a baby, as a, like his adult face on a baby's la, body. La baby on. <laughs> la baby on. A little bit of the baby. <laughs> oh, was this the last segment of the show? No. No. Oh, okay. We, we no, cut to no, a no. parking lot. And the they were the announcers were trying to justify why the fuck were we recording a parking lot as we like a Buick. The they were just filming the parking lot for hours, and then a Buick pulls up, and it's Spike Dudley and Taz. Oh yeah, that. And All then right. the and then the Dudleys sneak attack Taz and Spike and throw Taz in the trunk, and then 3D Spike on the fucking concrete. Where Bubba tries out his uh, new catchphrase. Come on, Taz. Come on, Taz. I had this thing <laughs> where, like, like, oh, yeah, he, he, he kept shouting, come on, Taz, while he was throwing him into a truck. Or, like, yeah. a nearby, like, a nearby. He throwing him into the grill of a truck. And I just wanted to, to, like, run into the background holding Taz while just shouting, come on, Taz. Come on, Taz. Come on, Taz. Down come the on, fucking Taz. road. Come on, Taz. Come on, Taz. <laughs> Out of the arena. Come on, Taz. <laughs> come on, Taz. Come on, Taz. Oh, yeah, the, I forgot. Yeah, the 3D on the fucking concrete, which is a brutal spot. He just, yeah. He, he's like, come with me, Taz. Come come on, Taz. I'm kidnapping We're you. We're going to Denny's. Come on, Taz. <laughs> I'll help awaits. Come on, Taz. 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 I hope that I hope that comes out yes. as I hope. He takes him down. He takes something down to the like, like in the nearest like lake or something. And then just he's he. He throws in the water. He's still saying, Come he on, just, Taz. No, he just lets I'm go. Serious? He just lets go and then comes back to the arena. Or, he throws him in the lake and then dives in and just starts swimming with him. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Taz. Come on, Taz. Come on, Taz. Still doing it. Dog paddling the whole way. And then yeah, and then and then he and then he takes him out of the lake and he's bringing him back into the arena. Come on, Taz. Come on, Taz. <laughs> To the point of parody. <laughs> anyway, we cut to the back, and Stone Cold's lacing his boots, and Deborah is a very poor actor and is pretending she oh, yeah. hates uh-huh. Stephanie. And God, I, we're bad. still doing the, we're still doing this gimmick. Or and this Stone Cold is like, "You you stay backstage. You don't talk to Stephanie. I'm going out." What? And, I think <laughs> we do, I think we do this later with Triple H too. Yeah. And then this is, Kurt Angle this is, is something that you that that like makes me think immediately of like, you know like Dixie Carter like I know it's not the same thing but just 
if you have someone who can't co put on a convincing performance don't, a, give them a, a don't give them a Please speaking role. Don't give them there. Or just don't have them talk. <laughs> just have them there. It would be fine if you just had them there. Just don't let them talk. Or so, yeah. have them say very, very little. Does Deborah really need to be on camera? Not really. No. I, I, I imagine she's probably there probably because... I imagine it's like probably Kevin Dunner, man. Oh, she's got well, boobs. She's got boobs. Pretty much that is. I I didn't want to say it outright, but a lot of the reason why I think Deborah ever got any screen time was because she's got tits. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's like really obvious, like uncomfortably perky, obviously implant tits. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be disparaging to Deborah Marshall as a person. My point is more just uh, I'm being cynical towards. Well, you can have a big, you can have a big bust line and be normal. But she's yeah. wearing like this mini stone cold vest that like push her breasts up. <laughs> God, I forgot about that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm just more talking about. Okay, the only reason you are on here is because Vince saw your tits, and, and he was like, ah. Anyway, they have a mini stone cold. It's, it's, um, it's almost like stone cold is like has branded her tits. Now that's what these are stone cold tits. Had. There's a stone cold Give me a, There's two Steve Weifsters in there. <laughs> Give me a hell yeah. <laughs> Plants two Steve Weiser cans and he's storing <laughs> bags of ice or something. I'm keeping them chilled, but she's 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 body temperature. Chilled. He put, he, he there's no ice bags in there too. Breath, he puts cold. like a pair of breast pumps on them and then he starts squirting beer on it. I've seen I've seen like a push-up bra that is also like a beer like a beer container. It it like oh pads your breasts and also it lets you drink beer. <laughs> oh my god. That's a, that's such a man thing. Jesus Christ. That is. It's that from is. the it's probably from like you can probably see it, on Spike TV and Mansers. Can you fuck so hard your balls explode? <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say man in general. Uh, uh, but I mean, oh man yeah, that, that, I was gonna say that's derogator some that derogatory sense. That's some man show shit. <laughs> that's like yeah, that's exactly. like that fucking that fucking vagina beer. Ew. Oh yeah, the fucking what? what? The, 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 there's, the, there's this beer brand called like Yomi or Yanni. Yanni. Yeah, it's um, it's it's vagina it's, yeast. It's, it's, it, it's, it is it is yeast bacteria. Uh, right? Why do you have to tell me about I hate <laughs> I've heard about it, and it's the worst. See, uh, Rassle Boy is available no. on your local oh, I think you broke <laughs> Apple Podcast. Uh, uh, <laughs> man, I get, man, iHeartRadio is going to love us. Uh, <laughs> You'll come crawling back to me. <laughs> SoundCloud. SoundCloud. All right. I Kurt Angle it, I, and Booker T were hanging out, and Kurt Angle wanted to show Booker T how cool and with it he was with the urban youth. Oh, God. I forgot about that part. Oh, yeah. What did he say? <laughs> I don't that recall. Was, I just I just wrote, so he's too white for Booker T. <laughs> too, I think you asked why so these great about Kurt Angle's character is he is like... He has to be such a nerd, essentially. That's his character. Anyway, yeah, so this works. Kurt Angle's a sucker. They're teaming up tonight against, uh, I believe it was Stone Cold and Triple H for a tag team match. Yeah. And then we immediately have a seizure. <laughs> and then, yeah. 
It, it just cuts to like Edge's Minitron, which is flashing. Oh, oh my god. Jesus. <laughs> I I genuinely looked I like I tagged back in from my notes and I saw just like the blast of flashing lights like Yeah nope, about Durango number <laughs> <laughs> I think it was, yeah, my Durango. Oh, my God, I'm blind. No, it was like, yeah, my Durango. Holy crap, my eyes. I, am, I can't fucking me, see. I'm going blind, yeah. It makes me think of of, of the fact that AEW has specifically put in uh, Prakot, like, like, they specifically made sure that when they do their interests to to tone down of the amount of pyro or flashing lights because unless they... it's Cody's entrance. Unless it's Cody's entrance. Uh, so, so to any of you who watch who listen to our podcast and actually and haven't turned off and haven't turned and haven't, off. <laughs> and haven't and haven't just shut it off and found something better to In do. In disgust. <laughs> uh, if you do want to watch and follow along with us on the network just genuinely photosensitivity for the warning. love of god if you are epileptic or think you might be epileptic or like sensitive to flashing lights skip every edge match for the next four years <laughs> you're Just, going it's going to suck for you and it's bad we're time looking out for you here. <laughs> and uh, and and his the the rob zombie tune is a good it's a good song but it it God, his 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 the the theme that he st- ended up sticking with that, that he has nowadays is so much better. Metalangus, I think, is just like above uh, <laughs> of never gonna stop on the uh, on the edge femometer. Yeah, it's it's such a good song. Uh I talk about this match, but I was blinded by Edge's entrance, so I couldn't see anything. For anyway, a while. Edge versus Chess. Chest. 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 <laughs> He's just fighting a torso. <laughs> this match is like very short because Regal runs in and Edge hits everyone with a chair and the ref DQs him. Everyone gets an unprotected chair shot. I think the ref got hit chair Yeah, shot he hit too. the oh, fucking yeah. ref. He hit everyone. I also forgot about a very short segment where they were interviewing Edge and he just sort of showed off his edge crazy face that he's will be known for later on in his career it's really like the, they knew the, what they wanted <laughs> yeah you, you that is something i think you mentioned megafire is like this is uh, this is might be where they actually noticed that he like, you have a good crazy face you need to do this more often edge right like this was where i feel like they were starting to really pick up on him as a, as edge, a solo that player. edge would probably be a pretty good singles guy yeah Anyway, after that, Stephanie talks to Triple H about Deborah, and Triple H is like, I don't want you out there tonight with me. And also, he doesn't want Stone Cold. I don't want you at all. He doesn't (laughs) want Stone Cold as his partner, but apparently he has to. And I'm just asking, who the fuck is forcing him to? The Booker. (laughs) The the Booker said that I have to do it, and he hit confirm, (laughs) and I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I think you asked, like, why do you have to do this, Triple H? And I just responded, he was booked too. <laughs> when we were watching. Yeah, this is during the time that I don't, uh, I don't think they had, uh, uh, they didn't have general managers, so it's not like there's, like, 
who's the authority figure in charge that making uh, him do this? Maybe it was Vince McMahon and Ric Flair, but I don't know why either one would really give a shit enough. Yeah, I just yeah. go with the nebulous Booker, <laughs> the Booker. Yeah, I, I forgot so, that. Yeah, Vince some and Rick notes are about this upcoming match: Booker T and Kurt Angle versus Triple H and Stone Cold. I think one of the first things I noticed is Booker T and Kurt Angle would actually make a pretty decent tag team. I don't yeah. know what the fuck I'd call that tag team, uh, but I think it's pretty good. <laughs> Insert Charmel joke here. <laughs> Bestiality sex. No. Thank you. There we go. That's the team. Oli- uh, the Olympic suckers. I think you asked, like, when you saw, like, Booker T and Kurt Angle together, it was like, why are these two a team? And I said, because Kurt wants to fuck Booker's wife. The other thing I noticed is Triple H is insanely rusty. Like, is- you could tell that he was running the ropes wrong, that he was missing cues on fucking, like, neck breakers and shit. Just, he I did is, not notice that honestly. Like he was I just it was more like really I it was more like the whole reason he was there. I like mean, yeah. he was, when he was running the ropes to do like his running knee spot, he sort of turned around too early, and then the ropes sort of hit his back like he wasn't expecting them, and he sort of stumbled a bit. Hmm. Like shit, like that is what I mean by rusty. See, I don't pick up on little details like that. A lot I'm, of times. I'm extremely anal routine <laughs> <laughs> Allie is into anal so he picks up on the little things right <laughs> <now>. fuck you <laughs> <laughs> anyway but stunner I will, I will say that yeah, there was it, it, it does seem that they really were keeping Triple H out of this match for the most part so Stone you, Cold was the Gennetti, he he just got suplexed a bunch of times by Kurt Angle. And oh, the one thing I wanted to say is like, I forgot like not getting to see Kurt Angle wrestler for the longest time. God, his, I think he equip, unequivocally has ha, has the best belly to belly throw I've ever seen. His suplexes were always so good. I would say I might contest with Steiner, but I haven't seen a Steiner match in a long time. We need, we need to, we need to get Steiner's going to show up in like the late end of 2002, so we're going to see him kinda. Oh lord! I think he's mostly just doing segments, which is also great. So uh, speaking, of I don't know angles, why I decided that like. Uh, go ahead. Going to WWFKurtAngle.com led to my, like, my, my, uh, oh, it led to a thing that said my McAfee security expired. <laughs> and it was telling me to redo and So, was like, uh, buyer beware, do not go to WWFKurtAngle.com. WWFHHH.com uh, just straight up doesn't redirect or lead to anything. Yes. All right, now go on ahead. I don't know why, but I had this feeling that because Undertaker showed up in a segment earlier and he was the only person not in the main event who talked to The Rock that he would fucking show up as soon as the match was over. And that's what happened. Triple H pedigrees like Booker T after Stone Cold stunned him. And then just... No, wait, 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 wait. Didn't he? I, I could have sworn I remember I thought... watching this and he did actually come in and talk to The Rock. Or yeah, he did, yeah, that's what we were talking about. He did the segment earlier, but he didn't show up in this match. Yeah. Oh, I see. So they mean. just okay, played his mind. fucking theme. So they played Undertaker's theme, Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit. Fucked up your program again. And he yep. just walks out. No bike. 
he just walks out and looks at everyone, and then the show ends. SmackDown was SmackDown was bad. SmackDown was bad, <laughs> and and you have to and yeah, we I think we were talking about how like his stare when he's like a heel and he's like the American badass character. He just doesn't he, look he intimidating intensity, at all. Which is weird because he's six. He's like six ten and buff and angry looking and covered in tattoos. You think it'd be pretty easy to do the intimidation thing, but he's got the fucking stupid hat and the bandana and limp biscuits playing and his fucking hair and like. Well, I think it's also a matter of like, it's like for some reason in this particular instance, it's like he wasn't. He was barely trying to look. He just kind of he, like he, he didn't really have any facial expression other than just kind of stoic and just kind of neutral, almost neutral. It's like he was. He looked bored, if anything. Yeah. Yeah, he looked disinterested in the ring. Like the ring cut in line at McDonald's, and he's just kind of like, I'm not bothered enough to yell at him. I just <laughs> give me my fucking cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> so that was SmackDown. It was not good. Yeah, uh, we started up Royal Rumble 2002, and we got the promo package, which I would like to call WWF presents 30 Men. Will enter. <laughs> we're, coming, we're coming from the Phillips Arena in Atlanta, Georgia. We are sponsored by Final Fantasy X. Thank you for reminding us for Wrestling Wiki. Also, WWF oh, uh, New York is still open. That, I, 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 just want, I know it's my, it was a one uh, smack, uh, one of the last SmackDowns. No one's but I forgot Stacker Two Energy was a thing. Yeah, I feel like we all it, forgot. It, it, it was also a weight loss thing, and I'm not sure if it's safe for consumption or like the FDA got to it or something. <laughs> it, they still sold it at Dollar Tree back when I worked there. Stacker so. Two. Feel so, it rush through your ass. Feel I mean, the burning be, sensation that your body's trying to kill itself. I mean, it can't be any worse than the 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 energy drink you drank, where it was like the oh the your oh rain, rain inferno, where it rain says inferno? it heats up and burns your insides to lose weight. And I drank it, and I just felt like I was going to die, and that I needed to find help. And I kept posting oh, no. from that uh, from that one. <laughs> Like from Slaughter High, of the dude's stomach like bursting I out. It was Chopping Mall. No, no, Slaughter High. Okay. Chopping Mall's the robots. But yeah, it was just the worst feeling I ever had, and I will never drink Rain Inferno ever again. Oh my god. <laughs> Welcome to Rasa Voice, sponsored by Rain Inferno. <laughs> drink it, it burns your insides. <laughs> You're gonna die. <laughs> we start off, uh,. We started with the match, right? The Taz tag and match Spike versus the Dudleys for the WWF Tag Team Champion. I'm pretty certain we've seen at least four times. We've seen four variations of this very match, except this one went for like seven minutes instead of going like two. Yes. I immediately go, dear God, Jerry is already staring at Stacy and making creepy comments immediately. Oh, yeah. He fucking yeah. loves Stacy. I don't get it. Speaking of which, why is she managing the Dudleys to begin uh, with? She's the Duchess of Dudleyville. I don't know. Invasion shit. Any- <laughs> uh, yeah, at this point, I've just kind of accepted any weird alignment is probably due to the invasion. And and when, and then when Spike and Taz came out, I mean, I know we watched SmackDown, and I know they like had, and I forgot that like th- there was like the took the belts out. I was like, and then but then when they came out, I was like, 
I don't remember Spike and Taz being tag champs. Yeah, here's the thing. Every fucking match on, like, Raw and SmackDown back in the day were probably title matches. So there was, like, three or four IC title defenses, probably, like, a European title defense, and, like, Jesus. two or three tag team title defenses on free TV, and then they expect you to buy a pay-per-view and watch this and care. Damn, that's a bit overkill. It was. This match is pretty good. Taz tried to put Stacy in a Taz mission. Oh, I, yeah. I have a... I have a I, once again, I have to... I, I made the note of Jerry is fawning over Stacy the whole time. Don't exactly blame him. Had a crush myself, but I'd wish he'd stop. He wants the match to be longer just so he can look at her. Yeah, I hate I have that. the note of the ref sucks at seeing tags. Yeah. I think twice, like... No, no, yeah, there was this thing where, like, um, I think it was, like, the Dudleys tagged in and he didn't notice and he went to accost them and then the other guys tagged in, and he turned around and told them that they didn't tag in either. <laughs> Actually, terrible. it to me like a, a bit of uh, just a classic heel work of, you know, having your tag partner enter illegally to distract the ref so no, he no, doesn't know what tagged. No, they should have tagged. Okay. Another note I made is about Spike's um, neck brace, and I'm like, that is not a neck brace. No doctor would prescribe a simple foam pad to protect your neck. I was wondering about that, by the way. Do they pres is, is a neck brace a prescription thing? I didn't know that was the... Um, what I was going to say is I think it is a prescription thing, but you could also purchase one. Oh, uh, okay. For, like, personal use. I just thought when... Well, when I think of the term prescription, I, I just... Mean, and I mean, obviously, I mean, yeah, he probably wouldn't be able to move for a match if it was at wearing an actual neck brace that, like, because, like, the neck brace I typically think of is a type where they literally attach screws to your spot in your neck. Like the, like the collar thing? Uh, yeah, the, yeah. I remember when Yoshitatsu broke his neck and they, he pretty much had to, like, get screws in his skull to hold his neck still. Yeah, exactly. Because my, my mom had to do that when she got whiplash. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of, like, the halo thing. Yeah. Uh, I also have the note, there's no way Stacy Slab was even going to hit, was going to even hit Taz based on the height difference. Oh, yeah, Taz looked very short compared to her. <laughs> yeah, like, because Taz is 5'9", Stacy Keebler is actually, like, taller than that, if I recall. Like, she's... Okay, she's 5'11". But she's wearing heels. And, and she's wearing heels, so she's taller than 5'11 at that point. So she so she would not... If she tried to slap it, it'd just go over his head. And then he drives the Taz mission on her. And it's like, really, Taz? <laughs> you would not have gotten hit. Uh, but yeah, Taz? He, Taz puts Steve on in the Taz mission and he taps out. Yeah. Spike and Taz retain. Oh, uh, something I noted is, is it just me or was it the Dougley dog the only thing Dougley Spike dog. really did in that entire match? I don't remember Spike only did the Dudley dog. Oh, yeah, did. I forgot that fucking Taz did a sick suplex into a bridge. Oh, fuck, yeah. Yeah. That was cool. He did, like, an exploder into a bridge, and it was pretty great. I talked about how if Taz didn't get, like, the bad neck injury he got so early on... He probably like would have had a great fucking so career. That was what I was wondering when I was thinking of watching is like, it, 
I I, rem I know I he had to eventually go to Comrade. Was trying to remember what I like what caused him to have to go there and stay there because it, it was this. I remember watching TV. He was like, you know, yeah, he's he's on commentary now. Why aren't they letting him wrestle? I was it, always it was like it was like a that. neck thing. It was like he had some sort of neck injury back in ECW, and it 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 left him with just a bad neck for the rest of his just nagging. Career. Like it, every it, bump so was a dice roll got, kind of thing. It basically got to the point where it got so bad that he he had to just like I uh, maybe the go. doctors probably told him like you can't keep doing this. Yeah. Okay. It's a shame too, because if he had lasted to at least 2005, we would have gotten Brock versus Taz, and oh my god, that would have been amazing. <laughs> at the, the what back when Brock was at his, yeah, uh, at his early Brock days, that would have been really cool. Yeah. God, what a what a shame. Or 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 more or Taz and Angle too. More Taz or, and Angle. More Taz. Well, I mean they they all uh, that. They I mean, did, least, they, Taz they, debuted just squashing Angle, but I feel like yeah, if they'd... They should have had a feud. They should have gone longer with their feud, yeah. Or did they have a feud? I, I don't feel remember. like they started, like... You don't squash Kurt Angle and then not have a feud with him, but I think, like... Yeah, you would think so. I don't know. Maybe he didn't. We'll, talk, we'll find out at some point. Anyway, segment with Edge... Then Regal versus Edge for the IC titles. Yeah, my Durango. Holy fuck my eyes. Uh, <laughs> never gonna see. Yeah, never gonna see. <laughs> and here's a weird thing. The ref decides that after seeing the timekeeper have the brass knuckles last week, that he was going to try and see down Regal's trunks to see if the brass knuckles are oh, there. Yeah. And all I got to say to that is, So, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna see a dime off this show one ever. Of the, one of the first things I thought about this match before, as it was starting, was like, so the whole, as I understand it from what I've seen, if it seems like the whole point of this feud is like edges, uh, like especially because of the promo he gave, um. Wasn't there a promo before this match started? He yeah, gave a yeah. yeah, he was he talking about out, he, basically says, he basically is like, I'm, he says, if he's going to play dirty, I'm going to, I can play dirty too. If, so if this is a whole, the story is Edge wanting to get back at Regal for using the brass nut. Well, it's, win. it's Edge getting back at Regal who wanted to get back at Edge because he broke his nose on a chair shot a couple months ago. Right. But I'm just thinking if that's, if, if, if he wants to get back a regal because he's using the illegal weapon by using the weapon himself because he he has the chair with him, I'm just like going, why doesn't this match have a stip like no DQ? I don't know. Good question. Anyway, regal jerking edge up and down. Yes, that's a call by Jr. Yes, making me question if I should tab back to the match while I'm typing out nodes. This match also, was pretty good though. Like I liked I it. I appreciate the moments where I can actually like bring up a Jerry Lawler comment that doesn't suck. Like Edge used to be five nine until Regal hit him with an uppercut. 
<laughs> no, I, didn't hear, I didn't miss that one. Like they had a setup and everything where uh, where Lawler asked Jr. How was tall? Like, oh yeah, like, J- Edge. how tall is Edge? And then Jr. was like uh, six three, six four. Used to be five nine. Don't really hit with an uppercut. <laughs> I, I do really like how this whole match is basically uh, basically them trying to mangle each other's noses, and the commentary is mentioning this. Yeah. yeah. Edge hits a fucking, like, sick DDT onto the apron, and they both crash off the side. Oh, that was, that was sick, yeah. Then the ref aggressively counted until they were both back up on their feet in, in the ring. One, two, three. <laughs> I don't know what point of the, this in the match, but there was, like, one point where Rigo, uh, Edge goes for a backslide, and, and then Rigo weirdly panicked. I heard him go, ah! I did kind of <laughs> like that though. Anyway, there was a spot where Regal hit the Regal stretch, and then Edge got out of it, and then did the Edge stretch, which was That's just the Regal. This is how you do it, Cena. Well, there was a uh, this weird, interesting, good, cool where he kind of flipped suplex from Regal, and I was like, "What was that?" I like I I do like how. How, despite just being in a regal stretch, Edge doesn't really know how to do it. Yes. And, like, I don't think it even lasts nearly as long as the regal stretch because regal just gets out because it's so bad. I, I love the idea of a wrestler whose specialty is a submission can just get out of their own submission. I don't know why. Because they, because they know how that submission works, so they know how to escape it. That's why I always hate when, like, people do, like, the figure four to Flair. Ric Flair's just like, and, and, and I do this. <laughs> like, I talked about that during, like, when Kurt Angle versus Kane and Kurt, like, immediately tapped out to the Oh, yeah, the fucking, the the, when Kurt tapped out to the angle lock, even though he knows how to get out of the angle lock because he's Kurt Angle. He's Kurt Angle. He should know how to slide right the fuck out of that. Or do that thing like where he kind of like slides up, slides himself towards Kane and takes Kane's angle out. Ankle. Yeah. Angle. Yeah. Kane's little Kurt that. Angle out. Kurt, Kurt Ankle. Kurt Ankle. <laughs> um, I don't know what point of the match this was, but I just remember, um, because of, of, of what I have in my notes is like that. Like I'm assuming they had there was this one point where they went outside. And then they, as they come back in, there's, there's this weird spot where Edge legs were underneath the ropes. No, no, he, he slid in. He slid in for. In. A, he slid in to pin Regal, but his legs were just hanging out of the fucking ring. And the ref's and, like, "You can't fucking pin him like that." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that, and I liked how at first it was like. And I Regal thought, wasn't <laughs> sure, so he put his foot on the ropes anyway. Like, okay, if he yeah. counts this weird ass pin, I'm gonna put my foot on the ropes. What was <laughs> great was. I thought that they fucked up or something, or like it, it was gonna be like one of those things where like they break the count before the foot gets on the ropes, and that's like, how'd you know that was gonna happen? But no, he's like, his first points out, your legs are under the ropes. Like, oh hey, there we go. And then he pointed out that Regal had his foot on the rope, and he's like, yeah. Uh, ref bump spear. Fucking Regal nails Edge with the knuckles again and gets the pin. And Regal thanks God for fists. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I do believe this promo is this uh, is the first time that that the power of the punches mentioned, which was such a great thing. Yes, I I, I have on my notes. Just, a, William just pretending he has this for... godly punch. 
I, uh, William Regal thanks God for giving him hands. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I need those to open doors and unscrew can lids. Thank so you. So I can eat delicious soup. So I can eat some spotted dick. Not that one. The one you serve with mash. Yes. <laughs> Bangers and mash. For mash gets mash. For mash gets mash. So... Uh, Jacqueline comes out, special ref Jacqueline, and she's like wearing a referee weird bikini top thing. And then, why oh, can't yeah. referees dress like this? And now I'm just imagining like fucking referee Earl Hebner with the fucking with the fucking bikinis referee top because all the other referees are men, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I wasn't this where. Uh, uh, like I think I think I think Jerry made the comment. I, I wish all the referees were dressed like that. And yeah. Like, like, and then and Jerry's like, I don't think I want Earl Hebner or some uh, uh, like dressed like that. And then he says, I'm not that lonely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they did acknowledge it. Cool. We missed that part, but I do love that they acknowledge it. So Trish comes out with a bandage hand because of the attack, which continuity. Hey. I immediately have a problem with that, actually, though. It, yet his, her hand's taped up, but it's taped wrong. Her hand is because her fingers were what were crushed. Not like her... I, like feel, the, I think they got the base of her hand, too. I could be wrong. They weren't, swear, they weren't specific on what was, part of her hand got her injured. Finger, I swear I remember it was her fingers that got slammed in the, in the, in the case. <laughs> WB having bad continuity stops the presses. So Jacqueline's a weird ref because she was fucking running in circles around these two women and just like diving and checking pinfalls from every fucking angle. Like she was some kind of mouse trying to find a like a shortcut. Also, I wanna note this. This was not announced. Like Jacqueline's involvement was not in any way announced. The only thing was Jacqueline lost to Jazz during one of the matches in the last couple weeks. That's it. No announcement that she was the special ref. No promos. Nothing. <laughs> She's just the special ref now. Because, huh. hey, why not? Oh, and I had forgotten. Oh, uh, and th God, thank you for so much for reminding me, Jerry. I, I I can't believe I, I I should have had a problem with this back in the day when I, wa I watched the, the program, but how I, I forget where he started that who he started doing this with, but the whole puppies thing and then puppies. how he would do it puppy and, and how he's doing it with Trish here, but the biggest problem I had is at one point, um, Jazz slams her like, uh, like face first and, and onto her chest and then and then uh, actually jr says right on the jr says right on the purple puppy i'm like what right on those fuck? big bimbo boltons what the fuck jr right Why on those you big have to join in with the silicone dobon honk rose right on Jerry's the dobon honk rose in fact jerry even says hey that's my line that's called in the uh, that, that, That's on the Jim Ross first count. <laughs> I, I, uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, Jim Ross did like a. He did say that sexist comment, didn't he? Like, 
on a on an AW. Well, I was gonna say cool. Jim Ross did like Jim Ross did accidentally retweet a picture of his housekeeper's ass. Uh, <laughs> Jr. Keep it. Keep the sauce in your pants. <laughs> Jr. As it turns out, might just be as horny. So, I did like this. Like the how there was this opening bit of the them switching pin positions. Oh, pin switches were great. That was um, awesome. I was going to say this match had decent work rate for like a women's match in the early two thousands. Like I, I liked it. Like let's not say that the women's in the the women in the early two thousand were bad. It's just. They weren't given enough time to do And a lot of them were green. And a lot of them were green. But, like, this match was pretty active and fun. Trish just randomly hits a Stratisfaction and no one calls it. And then she just wins with a random bulldog. (laughs) Yeah, and they called that the Stratisfaction. They called that the Stratisfaction, but I thought the Stratisfaction was specifically the rope rebound bulldog. Yeah. Right. Unless but I will say, uh, there was a, I forget which one it was. Uh, if it was the first or the second time, uh, they she quote did the stratisfaction. But I've never seen count someone counter into a pin after getting the stratisfaction. Yeah, 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 that was cool. <laughs> also, one of the things I did like in the match was there was a point where like Jazz and Jacqueline started arguing, and like Trish goes for the 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 distraction roll up, and I was like. Ah crap! That's how we're ending this, and she didn't get the pin. Oh yeah, that distraction. Ja- J- like Jazz was too strong for that, and just powered out of it. Like if this if this match had happened like ten years later, that would have absolutely been the end of the match. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the yes, every fucking match in WWE just being like, oh, and then the guy rolled him up. <laughs> yeah, especially in the in the Divas division at that time, was really bad about that. No. There, so there I, like I just I stock. don't know if the stand stock like running bulldog is the stratisfaction or not because I thought it was the rebound one. Maybe it's one of those cases where it's both. Maybe if there was this one spot I saw in one of these matches on uh, it was either SmackDown or the Rumble. I I it might have been during the um the match with Regal. I I forget, but there, I forget who it was. But it was, there was a spot where someone someone gets hit with a drop kick. And then gets rolled up, and 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 I was just like, you know what? I could actually buy that type of a roll up pin because he gets stunned into it. Yeah. Uh, not just uh, immediate, uh, not just an immediate. Uh, like they're they're a, perfectly a, fine, a, but then they get rolled up. No, you're hurt, yeah. and then you rolled up. That that at least makes sense. So yeah, the match w- could have gone a little longer for my liking. It was about four or five minutes. I think it would have been fine if they went, like, seven or eight. Like, this was yeah. a cool-down match because the Edge and Regal match was pretty good. But, you know... The match was 43. Work rate, damn it. Uh, there, was, there, there was some work done on the hand, but honestly, it, from what I remembered it, for having that be part of the match and, the, and, and that part, part of the story, it seemed like they barely worked on it during that match. Yeah, like, I want that fucking, like... Oh, I'm gonna do a really long wrist lock sequence of me just fucking with your shitty hand because that's like yeah, a, that's a heel move. Yeah, I love that shit. Like you're you're stretching the fingers and the fucking yeah. wrist and all that shit. I love that, but yeah. she didn't really do it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she just kind of. All I remember is she like kind of had her hand trapped, uh, like uh, kind of rub 
did the spot on the ropes with her hand. Yeah. That was about it. Like a weird, like locking her ankle under the rope and then like pulling or something. I think there was one other thing she, one or two other things she did, but that was about it. I have the, I have the note of Jacqueline raises Trisha's hurt hand. Oh yeah. It's like, you did it. (laughs) Ah, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't, I, I, I didn't notice that. So that recap that played last week plays again, except, or sorry, uh, Ric Flair, first of all, shows up to his arena with his kids. Not Charlotte, but all the other ones. Uh, it's 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 Megan and Reed. Reed. And I make, just mean... No, no David and no Ashley, so... And I immediately just said, oh, God, seeing Reed Flair alive is just sad. It makes me sad every time I see him. I guess he didn't have a lot of fight in him. Oh, my God. Oh, hey, no. Here. Hey, Don't Paige here. Don't remind me of that, dear God. Uh, that was Jeez. some wrestle crap right there, dude. Bad, Allie. Bad. Where's, so where's the recaps, you know that recap segment of, like, what happened with, like, Ric Flair and Vince McMahon that played last week with the yes. Legends of the Hidden Temple music over it? Yes. This week, they played again, except for when it turns black and white, it's green now, and it just has, like, MGS1 music over it. it. <laughs> 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 Because really Vince McMahon like, is fighting Ric Flair in a street fight, and I'm not sure there's any stipulation to what happens if either of them lose. Yeah, you but there was a like, uh, yeah, sign that said "Mr. Vince McChicken." <laughs> yeah, there's no additional like consequences if one of them loses. Wasn't so, there... wait, this... you mentioned the Mr. Vic... Vince McChicken sign, right? Yes, I would have. I would have this this recap. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. Vince doesn't play Flair. His sign sucked. Oh. Uh, anyway, uh, I wanted to say I wanted to say that 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 the, the recap showing that Vince promo where he talks about Ric Flair and he makes that disturbing smile the whole time is really good. Yeah, but pervert. the problem with that particular promo of the things he says in it is nowadays it tracks into reality with what Vince has been doing with WWE and its employees. Yeah. But- Fucking them because that's what I took away from that. From that promo. <laughs> I'm gonna kiss them on the lips. No, just the whole I destroy lives. Yeah, Keep destroying lives, destroying icons. So this was an old man death match. I don't know how to describe it otherwise. Rick blades like five minutes in. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, the, one of the first things I notice as they're entering is when they they cut to the, the them the family and Reed is there. And he looks both depressed and terrified at the same time. He looks so weirdly I would sad. describe this match as, like, punching and then going somewhere else to punch some more. Like, they would just go... Actually, no. I, I really like this. I thought it was... Uh, for... Yeah. Um, I would like to point out I spent man, half of this time... Uh, one of the things on the notes I meant is, man, Vince was stacked as fuck back in the day. Yeah. Oh and yeah, fucking King kept obsessing with how thick Vince was. I have oh, yeah, right, right. real thick. That I might have misheard of Mr. McMahon has muscles in places where Ric Flair doesn't have places. Yeah, he he does. does he that, says yes. that exactly. Pretty much. I thought I misheard him or something because I was so confused by that statement. Like he, uh, Vince, Vince he, steals. He, 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 I, I'm pretty sure it was Vince. Vince has muscles in places that Ric Flair doesn't have places. 
Oh yeah, my god. Like Rick gets busted open with a pipe and then like a bunch of brawling happens. They eventually like Vince steals Reed's camera to take a selfie with the bleeding Ric Flair. Oh yeah. I, I was saying one of the notes I made is man, every special stit match Rick ha- ha- has guaranteed is gonna be bleeding in it. I don't even think you need a stiff. You just bleed whenever you have him in a segment. Yep. And God, I missed the chance of asshole. That's such a great chance. Eh, and there was all oh, there was a there was a spot earlier where um Vince did a woo to 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 Ric Flair and oh my god, that was the worst woo I've ever heard. He cannot pull that off. Whoa. Oh, one of the uh, things I loved about woo! this match is I loved the way he sold the chops. He was acting like he was getting hit with an electrical current and doing it the whole time. Well, chops sting. Yeah. But yeah, this is the, the face. I was just loved the face he made. It was like, <laughs> the whole time. I loved it. And another note is like, for someone who rarely ever wrestles, his great work is actually pretty damn solid. And it's like, for someone who he seemingly hates the word wrestling, because like he, this is the thing he's gone. Done Don't over say the wrestling years. belt. Yeah, you you're not allowed to say rest. Don't say hospital. Yeah, and not a lot of sort of thing. Local he medical to, facility. He seems to care enough here to have worked hard to know how to do it well enough. And not only that, the story of this match is he's out wrestling Flair. That was I did not expect that to be the that that this is that's what the match was. Um. So at, later in the match, it gets to a part where yeah, he's he's they're I think they're both get bled open. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. he busts he busts Vince's he Vince open a little bit later and in then, the match. Then he then, takes um, a picture with Reed. Oh, and uh, actually before that, I think um. Vince puts him in the in the figure four, but after he gets out, I think then then he then he starts to work on Vince, and he and then he went busts open. But after he gets out of that figure four for Vince, he's not selling the worked leg at all. I noticed that. He's moving out perfectly fine. Vince was the one selling his leg. Didn't Vince also do a really bad angle lock at some point in this match, and I just wanted Kurt Angle to come out and yell at him for it? I don't think he did. No, I thought he did oh. the figure four. Uh. Yeah, he did the vig- he did the figure four. And, oh, and I love uh, another thing I loved is I love the spot. Uh, like after he did, he busted Vince over. I always love when Rick starts beating and biting on the open wound. <laughs> It's such a great thing. It's Are you guys there? Hello? Oh uh, yeah, we're here. We we're, we're, okay. we're I remembered oh yeah, so at some point ref counts the pin during a submission, which I I don't like that. I always hate that when the figure four is applied and they start counting a pin. It's like it's not yeah, their shoulders are on the map, but they're not being held down in any way. Their legs are being worked over. I never, I never really had a problem with that, honestly. Uh, I have, I have the question on here. 
Do, does TSA stop timekeepers for carrying weapons? Because I swear to God, so, they go to the timekeeper booth and they grab like something else. Like, oh yeah, the pipe. Yeah. Right. He grabs a pipe from the timekeeper. And hey, that, that was my like, that was my crack pipe. It's like, <laughs> like yeah, it was like a lead pipe. It's like why does why do the timekeepers always have the weapons on them? That was kind of weird. But, but yeah, this was actually a damn good match. I was actually worried about this match because you know it went on for yeah, like I, sixteen minutes, and I spent half of it getting mauled by a cat. So <laughs> and my I and my thought, and, I thought the. This this match was actually fantastic. I honestly think this was, in my opinion, this was the best match of the show. Surprisingly, mm, um, I prefer the next match, which is The Rock versus Chris Jericho, because I honestly thought it was going to be just like The Rock clowning Jericho, and except for like one run-in sequence from the Jericho friends, Jericho looked great. Oh, um, one of the things, uh, I don't know what it was. Um, but there was a, a thing that they had with, before the um, match, yeah. with Stone Cold or something before this. Yes, I have and, Steve Austin psychologically tortures Stephanie with what? Oh yeah, and what, then they what, cut to the what, and they cut what, to a what? and then they cut to the crowd, and there's a fan who somehow has managed to get an electric sign to say what. Oh yeah, he had like he had like guy. one of those. Um, it, it reminds me of like the like, front, like an LED sign. No, no, like the like the front of like a cheap corner store or like a place where you go buy weed. Oh, so like a neon sign. <laughs> yeah, okay. just like there. We have a smoke shop that smells that smokes pipes. We have a smoke shop that sells pipes downtown, and it has one of those. Or it's like, welcome to Paradise Smoke Shop. And it's just scrolling really slowly. I'll I'll call that one for sign of the sign of the week, sign of the night, because just fuck it. I didn't see any other, any better ones, especially not. Um, did we talk about that sign? Not yet. Oh, that wasn't yet. Okay. Uh, one of the first notes I met. Uh, I, oh uh, yeah, uh, Rick Flair does I win with a figure of... four. Oh yeah, right. Uh, some of the first notes I made of Rock and Jericho as as they're coming in. I honestly think The Rock looked better before he got massively jacked. Uh, yeah. He was he was very slim in this uh, period, was, I've quite, pointed he out. Quite, uh, he was quite slim, and it was interesting. And the other thing I noted was... Compared to being Jericho, a bolder man. Uh, it's great that Jericho has his own song now from with his, with his own band that he wrote himself. This is the me song. He, but God, Break Down the Walls was such a good theme song. You know, he fucking poses at the top with two belts, turns around. They start wrestling for a bit. Jericho tells Rock to stop at some point, and it pisses the Rock off so fucking much. Actually, that was the... Uh, the actually, what happens is they start... They, they talk to each other for a bit before the match starts, and, and you don't hear what they're saying. And then, and then he does the... And he does the oh stop and just bring it the rock with his own taunt. He does like, like yeah. he just he does the bring it in front of his face and then does just bring it and then the rock immediately just like punches the shit out. He of has him. just the most angry stare when that was happening. Like, yes, you motherfucker. Um, the... One of the first things that happened early in this match that I know was was the rock did like a spear tackle when he came uh, from coming I think coming back into the ring or something. I was like. 
I don't rem I didn't know he did that. <laughs> or or this was a thing from is this a I, thing I love the did? moment that Jericho gets a fucking advantage over Rock and the first time the Rock takes a bump, Jericho did this old like come on baby pin. Yeah. I love that fucking pin. I wish yeah. he did it more. That's a classic. Come on, baby. <laughs> I have on my notes here, The Rock wins the Royal Rumble because I think there was just a point where he tossed Derek out of the ring. And we both <laughs> joked about that. Oh, he just won. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Lawler brings up yeah. Kid Rock again. They keep bringing up this one Kid Rock song. I think it's called, like, Cocky or something. Cocky, because that was the theme song for this, ma- for this pay-per-view. Yeah, but they bring it up several times in this match. Whenever Triple H is around, I think Triple H brought it up also during like during like a promo heading into the year, like on Raw. Yeah. Speaking of which, I was thinking about it later, but like, when did I? I yeah, I mean, Taker was heel at this point, but I'm assuming he went face again because I I remember I think he was face when he when he switched to the Kid Rock American Badass theme. Was that a? period in which she had that song because yeah, I, I yeah i only think of limp biscuit and the you're gonna pay but if no, he also has no, a kid rock i song. remember him having uh, 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 he came out to ah am american badass oh god god i hope that's not in the 2000s i actually <laughs> think i know that period and i think it's actually the 2000s like 2000 um, oh because um, here's okay. and here's how in smackdown 2 know your role Undertaker's entrance was the Raw theme. And I only oh, yeah. and I know why they did that. They couldn't get the rights to a song, but it couldn't be Limp Biscuits because they, they have Limp Biscuits rights. Biscuit. They had the license to it. So that means that entrance was the Kid Rock one because they could use Rolling and they could use their other songs. But if it was Kid Rock and he didn't have the rights, then they wouldn't fucking play it. Ace fucking detective it's a break, 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 break. <laughs> Don't stop the debate now. <laughs> it's anyway, detective. back to the match. There was uh, there was this one point in the match where I, I forget exactly happened, but I had it in my notes. But there there's this one point that that uh, uh, Jericho has the advantage, and then and then Rock kips up, and that kip, particular kip looked sick as. Why? Yeah, that was a fucking good-ass kip-up. Um, I must have missed it. Does a little bit of a comeback sequence, gets Jericho in the shitty sharpshooter, and Jericho, being a Canadian, was like, I might have to tap out to this. It's too bad. It's such a bad sharpshooter. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I want to believe that Brett is, cr- Jericho... Brett is crying in his Brett house <laughs> with a moose. <laughs> any time that, that Jericho taps out to Rock Sharpshooter... It's out of shame for the fact that it's such a bad sharpshooter. So the, uh, I believe the Jera friends run in, or the October Thanksgiving run in during the sharpshooter, and distract the <laughs> referee for when Jericho taps out to it? Yeah, and then it, it, he switches it around into the walls of Jericho. Important note, it's the walls of Jericho. There is a difference between it and the Lion Tamer. Yes, because the, the, uh, uh, the Lion Tamer, he puts the knee on your head. One thing a little note about the, uh, when he's doing this, he's not sitting all the way back, and I wish he would. I think that's the, that's the distinction point between the walls of Jericho. No, and the lion I, no, actually, no. The lion, the lion tamer is when he puts the knee on your. Oh yeah, neck. that's right. Yeah, 
Yeah, okay. So, yeah, he doesn't sit all the way back. It was more like an elevated Boston Crab, but yeah. And Jerry Jerry Lawler goes, he looks like the Scorpion King. And it's like, (laughs) what? I forgot about that. I didn't watch the Scorpion King movie or the the, the second Mummy film. But I I don't recall the Rock looking like he was walking with a with a CGI Chris Jericho attached to his leg, <laughs> like a like a PS2 full motion graphic of The Rock with Chris Jericho giving him a fucking Boston cram, <laughs> but upside down because he's standing instead yes. of instead of yeah. So it's just Jericho's. He's walking on Jericho's head. <laughs> well, one of the notes I made is like just thinking about what watching because uh, I've watched. It. Jericho's recent matches and then Wait, it's like was uh, yeah. was the kip up after Jericho hit the rock bottom and tried to do the people's elbow? Oh yeah, that's what it was. That's yeah. what oh, it God, was. That's fine. Because yeah. I wrote Jera bottom and the Jera elbow. <laughs> yeah, good thank thanks for making that call or getting that note down. But as I was saying, is like, yeah, watching Jericho now and watching Jericho here, I miss Jericho when Jericho was quick on his feet. He's still yeah. kind of quick, but he's he's working a lot safer. Yeah, yeah. You know, age catches up to us all. So, oh, so at some point later in this match, they're they're going to the outside and they're, and they're about to do that. They're doing they're working with the tables and they. Oh, clear I'm sorry. Off. I have actually no. I'm wrong. They clear oh. off the monitors from all the tables, and then and I kind of realized. I noticed the fact that like they they had cleared the monitors from um the previous from the rick flair vince mac but but the problem is i'm like did they replace i'm looking at this and going wait a minute did they replace monitors with new one before this match i remember jr was holding like the fucking cable box that connects their headphones when like they took when jericho like took the shit off the table (laughs) because it wasn't wireless back then i forget if it was this match or or the previous match, or maybe a later match, but there were there was this spot in one of the matches where they it, instead of cutting to instead of cutting to a replay, you saw the replay on the uh, you saw them no, kind no. of zoom in well, to what the ha- monitor and show the replay on the monitor, sort of. Well, what happened was uh, Jericho was Jericho got Rock onto the top of the table. And was preparing to do a move, because I don't think Jericho has any impact moves in his repertoire in 2002. Besides, like, maybe the lion salt? Maybe, but he was next to the rock, so I think he was trying to do a rock bottom, and then rock counters it into his own rock bottom, and the table smash. And I think that's where they did the picture-in-picture with the the monitor? Uh, no, the cutaway replay, I've got it listed unless I miss... Unless I mislisted it. I listed it for the... Rick Flair Vince McMahon match. I could be wrong. They did yeah, that. At that's some probably point. what it was. Yeah, like like you where it, it wasn't like a complete picture in picture, but you like because it was literally like the mo- you saw it on the monitor with no graphic on the desk with, with no, no graphic. graphics. <laughs> yeah. So at some point they get back at the ring and one of them runs into Earl Hebner. If I remember, and right. Earl Hebner sells it like a fucking car crash and like folds in half and crumples. The fucking maddest ref bump I've ever. Earl seen. Hebner's like, a crazy son of a bitch. <laughs> Earl Hebner, crazy son of a bitch, taking a ref bump that he should not be taking. Yo, oh yeah. Then a replacement ref comes in. 
And, and, it's, the, Neil, and it's Neil Patrick. And by the way, Nick Patrick. I forget where the Neil point Patrick is. Harris. I forget where the point of they we missed this, but there was like a promo. Or there was an earlier promo where uh, Michael Cole asks him about the fact that Neil Patrick uh, uh, made the nah, decision over Nick the Regal Patrick. Edge match, it's, it's and, he, and he just kind of does a hmm, and then they and then he gets shoved away and interrupted, and and now this is suddenly a thing where Neil Patrick has begun Nick is Patrick up to ref Nick that Patrick like it came out of nowhere. Nick okay. Patrick Nick Patrick was a corrupt referee that was owned by the NWO oh, and sorry. WCW. Uh, it, it was Nick. I'm sorry. <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris is not in the Royal Rumble. He's too busy <laughs> being in, I don't know, Starship Troopers or some shit. <laughs> You're not close enough. And, oh, hey, it's your mom. I don't think How I Met Your Mother was a thing yet. Hey, How I Met Your Mom, I guess... I think he might have been the first Harold and Kumar movie at this point. No, it was an undercover brother. Excuse me. Undercover. I rented that movie and watched it like six times. I I don't know why. Is it because of Neil Patrick Harris? I guess. No. Or Dave Chappelle. So so then, Rock attacks Neil and yeah, he he fucking spinebusters. He spinebusters the ref. He spinebusters Jericho. And I forget, I forget. I'm trying to remember exactly how this finished, but I just remember. Oh, the fucking acme ass, the fucking acme ass trifecta heel finish of like a low blow, a headbutt into the fucking unprotected turnbuckle, and then a roll up with the legs on the ropes. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. He 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 tore the he tore. That's right. They he took off the turnbuckle while ago. Up and. I I must have missed that he hit him. He, he hit him on the turnbuckle. So, I saw the I saw the turnbuckle hit and the feet on the ropes. I did see I, the low I'm blow. I'm glad that they I'm glad that they paid that off eventually. Yeah, just the, the three for like low blow, unprotected turnbuckle roll up thing with the legs on the ropes all at once. And I was like, yeah. holy shit! <laughs> Beautiful trifecta of heel. Good work. Trifecta from of heel work. Good work. Yeah, like, I didn't see the low blow, but I I. Figured it happened because I saw like r- like Rock holding his balls. Then they had a replay. So like, yeah, they did a replay, and then it's like a cut back, and like Rock's on the on the mad like holding his balls, and it's like, okay, he got hit with a low blow. The Rock's giant weird penis. Oh, <laughs> we didn't. We also didn't see it. We didn't see it. <laughs> he we kept his promise. But yeah, Jericho wins, and he looked yeah, pretty good I'm doing it, even that. if he was. The bad guy and the underdog at the same time. Uh. Great match. I'm happy that he won. He won by a lot of shenanigans, but honestly, it was fine. And it, know, makes, when it you're made the sense heel, the way you they can did do it. it. When you're the heel, you can do so that. So we, we cut back to a don't try this at home infomercial where you may with, end up on Botchamania. Where they, with, need with to, what I they, they need to get back to doing those seriously. Then we cut yeah, to uh, WWF New York, where HBK is fucking Texas. He is and Texas. The ugliest Jack yet ever. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's wearing a giant Texas jacket. Like I hate it. Big Texas jacket and a cowboy hat. Texas. Te- I, I am Texas. 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 Can I for the don't Texas. Try this at home. 
the don't, don't try, try this at home. There was like pure moods music playing over it. <laughs> yeah. Do 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 do. It was so weird. Enya. Enya. It was very Enya. Enigma. <laughs> Sadness. Uh, one of the things I noticed is at the end of this, when they when they ended this, they start playing his music, and then it like. It, it, it sounded like it glitched because I I swear I heard the line it, he got the looks that drive the girls wine repeated twice. He's 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 got he looks he drives the girls he moves them he moves them. <laughs> Thank you, Duel. I love I drive. I the am girls. sex boy. Sex I boy. Sex boy. <laughs> I am not toy. Uh, not toy. <laughs> are we talking about HP Crush? HP Crush. Yes. Like our joke version of Rusev singing the Shawn Michaels. Thing. I am sex boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I would have loved to have seen that. Ah, uh, that'd be great. So we uh, were kind of so curious. So we were curious okay. because we were looking at our time thing, and we were still not at the halfway point. But we, it was just like, how long is this fucking show? <laughs> and. We learned several things. It's going to be the entire rest of the show. So we learned several hour. things. First of all, a very long hype package place. I I wrote this in my notes. Book, this package, dear God, the constant <laughs> clips of Austin going what is really goddamn annoying to the point you would have hoped someone noticed who is in charge of this shit saw that this chant and catchphrase was going to be the come the huge problem it's some that later down the line that it ended up uh so um here's the thing i learned about this rumble which went for 69 minutes by the way nice um the intervals between the entrance was two minutes apart I, I wanted, it's usually I 90 or 60 seconds yeah but I never, I, yeah, it, first it of really all, it was really long. like the, the entries were really first of all, drawn it was out. two minutes per interval. And second of all, I don't think there's, I'm, I'm looking at this chart I linked earlier. I do not think there was ever more than six people in the ring at once. Oh, so it's, so it's a WWE game. Yeah. And I just know I have on my notes for the, uh, for the video package, this package did not need to be this long and be having this much ass. It had a lot because of they, ass. Because they had so much Rikishi footage in it. And speaking of, our number one entrant, Rikishi. And speaking of, the sign in the crowd that said, Some Jew guy. Oh my god. <laughs> what yeah, the we fuck? Like, I missed We were that. like, holy shit. <laughs> oh, one of the things I noted was before this, it, this started, Finkel gave the most detailed introduction to the rules of the rumble when I've both ever heard. Feet hit the ground. Ah, uh, <laughs> I knew to the point it. that Jerry actually commented on how long it was. There was so much fucking pomp and circumstance to this match that it just felt fucking insane. Everything took so long. So I will long. say though, a very interesting parry for starters. Of, uh, yeah, our two starters. our two guys were number one Rikishi in weird brown pants. And, and a gold returning dust, gold dust. Who is returning, and him being on screen gives you letterboxes and halves the frame rate. Yes, as I put in my notes, I have very few notes for everyone. Like, there are just a few people who had certain notes. 
Mine is this pervert cut our frame rate and covered everyone in glitter. Okay, so for they fight for a bit, and Boss Man comes out. And oh, I just I wanted to say I really hmm. like the animated graphic they use for the counter for the interaction. It was kind of like a yeah, that's, that's it was kind of like a revolver in a weird way, yeah. like the spinning light thing. Yeah, because yeah. it was like it was like I think it was matching like the the screen they had, like the circular screen. Because that was a pretty cool thing about the arena. Which, yeah. by the way, we're in Atlanta, Georgia at, like, the Phillips Arena. I think I already mentioned that. So, yeah, Big Boss Man comes out. And then something weird we noticed, just Goldust was outside the ring for some reason. Yeah, he was, like, we were kind of like, did he just go onto the stairs? Is that allowed? Like, okay, so they, they played up the whole you have to be thrown over the top rope thing. But we couldn't tell, and just Goldust was outside and was just coming back in. It was weird. Yeah. That I, might, just he I, was on I the must stairs. have missed that, and I wonder if there there was a botch involved in that. Maybe. Anyway, uh, I think next was Bradshaw, and Bradshaw clotheslines Rikishi so hard, and Rikishi does a fucking backflip sell. Yeah, I noted that too. Right. That was impressive as fuck. That fucking flip, which like, is eighty percent, which is eighty percent Rikishi, aka Rikishi did a goddamn backflip. Holy fuck. <laughs> Like, fucking Rikishi was on fire tonight. This was where I think we also saw, like, him do a Samoan drop and get distance on it. And yeah. it was like, holy shit. Dude. Man, he was in for a pretty decent amount of time, at least until Taker came out, and he was fucking killing it, dude. I, I did, the when he, I did love the, the when he, uh, uh, as, uh, Bossman is the one, another one who gets, he, he, he ends up being the eat ass. Uh, getting the oh, yes. uh, he joins the eat my ass club and yeah. it was kind of funny to hear boss man scream just before he <laughs> ah! the oh yeah face. the ass was like looming over him and he was like ah! <laughs> apparently apparently like the stink face actually came about from like a house show where somebody shouted at like because he got like boss man like sitting down in a corner and some and somebody in the crowd just like shut your ass this face rikishi or something like that. They just that that just came up on the fly, and everyone and popped. Was, so yeah, everyone popped. So yeah, they did the stink face. So we got, I think, in comes Lance Storm, Al Snow, Billy, and then a couple people get thrown out. I think it's Lance Storm, mainly. Like Lance Storm goes out. I think. Wait, no, Lance Storm doesn't go out. I think it was Boss Man. I mean, it was because... Boss Man then Lance Storm because then it's just Rikishi, Goldust. Oh, and Bradshaw. Yeah. Well, part of it because we we were getting confused about Bradshaw and Al Snow because they look similar and are wearing like <laughs> they kind of did. <laughs> this is something I didn't know, but uh, uh, is it just me or does it, it uh, does is this the best shape Bradshaw was in in his entire career? He he looked slim, but in a good way. Yeah, because yeah. I know what it's like. He like like later on, like in the, in the when like they started the APA and then when he became you know JBL. He kind of gained a little bit of gut he, weight. He got a barrel chest. Yeah. So uh, well, he had a gut weight, a little bit of a gut. So what happens next is Taker comes out and he cleans house. He throws out fucking yep. Billy, Al Snow, and Rikishi, and Goldust, and Goldust. What that really? That was an ugly like dump out. Oh yeah, um, that weird, the the weird choke slam dump out. That was like it's supposed to look good, but it just ended up not going right. Yeah, it like, didn't ew. quite look right. 
So Taker's in there by himself, and out comes Matt Hardy and Lita. I gu- I'm guessing the- Taker took out Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy at some point because, like, Matt. I think they. I think they beat him for like the tag titles, like the Brothers yeah. of Destruction. I think I just, like, like Matt and Lita thinking, were pissed. <laughs> they were taking. They were talking about that, like. Uh, and by the way, we're not even know, that uh, far that, into that, the Rumble. That, um, that not- Hardy and that Hardy is like taking revenge, and I'm like thinking i do not remember the story of taker destroying team extreme anyway i was gonna say we're not that far into the match but at the same time this is around the 20 minute point (laughs) yeah so this is so this feels very long and at one point um he he grabs lita and i'm just like at the same time and i'm thinking Honestly, I think it's stupid they stop having heels attack women, especially Here's like a thing. monster I think, heel. I think this it's is wrestling. Stupid. It I makes think... them look like a real asshole. Well, well, he kept turning to go after Lita and choke slam her. This was, yeah, this is where I just decided he's a weird misogynist because and to help he, out like... and to help out Matt, Jeff also comes out. Because here's the thing: like when he does like the grab for the choke slam, he grabs both of them. And then just kind of shoves Matt into the into the turnbuckle, and focuses attention on choke slamming Lita, and it's just like, why are you doing this, you weird like sexist monster? I, well, maybe it's more like he wants he wants he wants Matt to have to have to see it happen maybe i guess but just i don't know shove her out of the ring because she's not a competitor in the match and just choke slam the shit out of matt like yeah this seems, i guess this seems pointlessly misogynistic of you anyway undertaker. um taker throws out the hardies and takers in there alone for the second time tonight and then the <laughs> countdown hit hits and it is the man the god the legend <laughs> Maven! Yeah. Maven! A tough enough champion, the chump, Maven. The tough enough champion, Maven. Maven, coming out to the ring with his thick, thick eyebrows and his tan, weird, lumpy body and his bald, shiny head. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> You're apparently disturbed by Maven. No, I can't. No, I can't. Anyway, we also we didn't talk about how Matt now Matt Hardy, being a uh, Carolina native, decided to raise up and take his shirt off. <laughs> he did take his shirt off. Ah, uh, Carolina! God damn it, Mega Fighter! Ah, uh, this is why you come to Razzle Boys for Petey Pablo references, and also Jeff Hardy wearing a horrible red mesh shirt. Was the worst thing. So yeah, oh, yeah. Um, Maven. When do you have matching gear? Maven gets yeah. distracted by the Hardys who are still hassling him, and he tries to choke slam Lita again. And then Dang. Maven ascends from heaven and lands a drop kick onto Taker. And sends him out. And sends him yep. out, spilling outside. And then I fucking came and shit myself at the same time. And. <laughs> So Undertaker is pissed. Yeah. And fun fact, Maven was drunk for this because he thought he would bleed more for this segment. And then we just stop paying attention to the fucking rumble for a while. Because yeah. there's no one in the ring. There's no one in the ring. Maven's eliminated by Taker. And then they brawl to the back and Taker knocks over a cameraman at some point. 
Oh, I think, I have before, I think before they grovel the back, he punches out Scotty too hotty. Yeah, yeah, and then fucking Scotty too hotty's theme plays, and he's dancing, and then just Undertaker shows up from, like, the right side of the screen and just punches Scotty too hotty, and his theme like, song stops. <laughs> I think it's like the sequence goes, like, Scotty's coming out, Taker punches him out, then he throws out Maven for, for legit, because he yes. pulled him for the second rope the first time. Yes. And then they go to the then they go to the concession I stand. Even, I don't, it didn't seem. I don't remember him actually eliminating him legit. Yeah, no, he, no, he, like he threw him out time. twice. He threw him out twice. He threw him out oh. twice, and the second well, and the second. Time I just noticed that. Yeah, that, we we that stopped where he was beating on him, and, uh, and he hit that share shot. I was like, Jesus. Yeah, but yeah, I, think and he I noticed back that. In briefly. I noticed that when he when they're fighting around the ring, I noticed Teddy Long as a ref, and I also spotted. That's not wise, Mr. Tim White. Yes. Uh, yes, Tim White. Anyway, we just cut to... Honestly, this whole... It felt like the rumble kind of got dragged out by having this whole beatdown of yes. Maven. Oh, yeah, they fucking beat down, like, beside the stage, up the ramp, through the crowd, up the crowd, into the back, through the concession stand, take her eat some popcorn or some shit and Christian and DDP come out and you don't even fucking see them. You just hear their music. Yeah. And and, uh, actually they said, they said one of the things that I noticed is like when they said that, yeah, he throws them into a popcorn machine and they said, Oh, he hit the glass. There was never any glass. I never saw any glass break when he got thrown in there. He hit the plexi. He he hit the plexiglass on the side of the popcorn machine. there's plexiglass. On and then the Taker just starts eating popcorn obnoxiously. I wish that he had taken like the rest that was in his hand and shoved it in Maven's mouth. So finally yeah, we're fucking back. DDP is just eliminated. And then Chuck comes out. Yeah. Uh, sexual chocolate, as I put. Sexual <laughs> chocolate, which is my joke. Yes, I'm glad. I always put down your jokes where I can. Just so we can remember uh, them. I forget when it, when it happened, but... Uh, Scotty doing the worm, and I, and I just I made the note: the worm is the most ridiculous move, let alone finishing move in I, wrestling. Oh yeah, history. DDP tossed out Scotty New Hottie because that's where yeah. Ali, you made the G T F O joke. Yeah. <laughs> but Maybe Scotty, he, every remember. time he does it, Scotty, uh, like I loved how like it, it over the over the time as he's done it, he 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 would. He made such a show of building that shit up, but like before he did it, that it like the crowd would just eat that up. Yeah. Oh, another yeah. thing I noticed, like as as Chuck is in there, they're talking about Chuck, and suddenly Jr. says Chucky is yucky. Yeah, well, because for some reason Jerry Lawler is really insistent on calling Chuck Palumbo Chucky. Yes. And yeah. this, this just is a discourse I don't want to be involved in. Why are we talking I, I about kinda, this? Got so after, that, D, after DDP, after Scotty and DDP get thrown out, we get the countdown, and it's the Godfather with the longest entrance ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. First Godfather of all, comes out Godfather looks smells. good. He lost a lot of weight. He's buff as shit. He's wearing a new, like, sweet suit. He's got hose. And then he Jerry Lauder's talking about how he's gone legit. <laughs> and, yes. and at one point later, as this is going on, Jerry says, "Man, you've been, 
man, all the times you've, all the money you've spent at escort services, you could have been, you could have done something else. I forget what he says. But then he says, he says, yeah, I've been spending a lot of money. I'm like, you just admitted to it. I thought you were, Jerry was joking. So Godfather dances with four hoes, then goes to the back, gets four more hoes, dances with those hoes, then goes to the back again and gets more hoes again and dances with 12 hoes. Yes, the Hodiac, as I recall. The, the, yes, the 12 Hodiac generals. <laughs> they were paying so much attention to Godfather's entrance, uh, the cameras on this the whole time, I was that JR actually ends up having to pipe in with an elimination that just DDP happened in the DDP's been thrown out by the way. I think... Like yeah, we weren't sure. I think he taught. Like we, I had to double check myself. But yeah, DDP got eliminated on screen, but we weren't sure. Yes. So and we were convinced after the extremely up. long Godfather entrance, we get some, you know, of his spots, the hoe train, all that shit. Oh, and one of the things I noted is actually after all the smiles and he's, and he's dancing and 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 the ladies leave. As Godfather starts to walk towards the ring, he suddenly puts in a bug-eyed, serious face. That was a quick turn of emotion. <laughs> I'm happy those hoes entertained me, but now I'm going to kill you. Because, <laughs> well, hoe time is over, and now he wants to just win it's, this Rumble. So he can get back to it is time. no longer hoe time. It is go time. Now- <laughs> 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 then, uh... Uh, next entrant, number 17, man, Scotty's Hottie putting on a lot of weight suddenly. The hip-hop hippo, Albert. Oh, I, yeah. immediately and when he's I, out, like, immediately, immediately afterward. Out said hip-hop hippo, I was like, oh, no. And he's, like, thrown out in 30 fucking seconds. Thing. Oh, yeah, he's immediately gone. <laughs> Which was so weird. <laughs> kind of upsetting. I like Albert. Honestly, I was thinking about it as, like, when you really think about it, I know I know it was originally Prince Albert, but Albert is such a bad name for a wrestler, honestly. Kind of is. It goes along with the fact that he's in a tag. He was in a tag team with Test. So after, also just kind of was. So after DNA, was name. after Albert and Godfather get thrown out, we're suddenly treated to just like an episode of Sunday Night Heat because it's Christian, Chuck, and Barry Saturn <laughs> in the ring. By the yes. way, what the. Fucker with Saturn's cow, Saturn's cow Dalmatian print trucks. Oh my god! I didn't I notice them at first. Perry Saturn's cow trucks. Them out specifically. What the fuck? Cow trucks. I forgot. Ah, <laughs> uh, they were so weird. Was this back when he had the mop thing? I don't. No, remember. no, this was not that time. Yet. Okay. What was that thing? I don't know. As whoever where those and think this, it was a good idea. He should fire whoever like is his like fucking his fucking his fucking designer or whatever. Yeah. His seamstress. I don't yeah, I don't get it. But out comes Austin. Austin clears out house again. Constantly looks at his wrist despite the fact that he doesn't have any watches. Yeah, he kept checking yeah. his wrist like he had a watch I on. I forgot about Austin. I, I, th- I, rem- I think I remember that was like a thing Austin did of checking an imaginary watch. I don't have a watch. What? Oh, watch. What time is well, it? Someone tell the, me. Something that I actually am, I, I noticed, like, that spot of... So he throws Chuck out, only to have 
Steve toss him back in, hit the stunner, and throw him back out again. That yeah. was a bit silly. I get the whole point here is to waste time because, like we said, it's two minutes. But it's like he's wasting time in the Linux Rusher, but having to do the whole, I'm waiting, is like, it's that's the thing. It's like you're intentionally pointing it out that that's taking forever. Yeah, because yeah. there's a two minute interval before each fucking person comes out. So long. Anyway, yeah, the, the the spot there was a spot that Christian did earlier resting the ropes that was better. Yeah, oh, he, cool. he was fucking lounging after Maven got thrown out. Thinking about how he wished his boots had edge on them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, out comes Val Venus, who's returning. Professional cuckolder Val Venus, and, and test with a weird a, rock music theme. They, I noted that they w cut to a woman in the crowd, and she's intensely turned on. I want to fuck Valvinus. Kind of sad to see that women are actually turned on by his porn oh my star God, thing. The, the generic guitar crunches of Tess being, thank you for reminding me of that. Yes. Like, Tess didn't have the best theme in the world, but I don't think that whatever the hell they gave him... This Jim yeah. Johnson leftovers is going to get him over either. <laughs> oh, this is something I was talking about to you guys. Is like, man, Test was so much better than a lot of people thought he was. Right. And, and he, but the name Test. Why did they give him such a generic name? And they really didn't seem to do anything with that that name. I think other than it, it was named the, after the, a the gag he did. Team. He, they, they, yeah. It named after a gag he did, but that was the only time he did it. Like, during his debut, he was like, I guess they played him up as like a roadie for Motley Crue or something. Yeah. And like, he did like, he was doing like a mic check, like, test, this is a test. And that's, I, and that, that's his name now, I guess. And I was just, and now I was talking about guys, like, it would have been an interesting thing if like, he was actually like a test for other wrestlers if they went you pass the test <laughs> you want to you want to you want to get a nice title shot you gotta pass the test and, and then i just thought tonight like i would put him if, either what in his, one of his entrance started with a fucking test pattern and something like an ebs saying like, this is only a test <laughs> I, I would like him to be either be like a lackey for more for the authority figure or like a staple member of just you gotta pass the test to do this push or you gotta pass the test to do this, you know. And what if what if he what if he had a time limit where you had to pass the test in three minutes? And if you didn't, you got jumped by two Samoans. <laughs> <laughs> the three minute test. <laughs> That's my new stable. <laughs> so yeah, oh, test and Venus are out. Oh dear God, I, I just had a horrible dark joke and I'm not sure if I should say it. It's no. the HIV test. Oh, You've been positived. <laughs> Tested positive. <laughs> Test just comes into promos to tell you if you've if you have HIV or not. Oh, <laughs> oh god. god. No, that's his tag team with Abdul the Butcher. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking bad, dude. Boom. Oh, no. oh dear God. Oh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> That was wow. <laughs> we are uh, available on Google Play, <laughs> and Spotify, iTunes, 
uh, free radio or whatever it was called, Radio Free. You can watch us on. You can listen to us on Anchor and support us. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we should probably get back to the match. <laughs> so Stone Cold is is beating sh- the shit out of people, and by the way. I immediately go, oh, God, why are they trying? And while he does the soft spot, make it stop. No, they're doing it every fucking movie, Tess! Anyway, what Triple H comes out. Yeah, Triple H comes out. And they brawl for a bit, have a Tess scare down. Tess gets thrown out at some point, Tess I think. gets thrown out. Hurricane comes out and tries to choke slam both Austin and Triple H. And yeah. they stare at him like, the fuck's this guy doing? I feel so bad for Gregory Helms. He got saddled with a superhero character. We made it instantly turn him into a mid-card joke. Yeah, get but, but he's kicked. a superhero fan, so he's absolutely giving it everything. And when he's tried to go serious, everyone remembered for Hurricane, and he couldn't escape it. I don't think I don't think Shane Helms is too bothered by the fact that he has the Hurricane gimmick. It's you know he's a Green Lantern fan. It's what he do. So still yeah, the Hurricane gets his he, ass uh, he, kicked. He, he could have been uh, he could have been like a serious rec- re- wrestler, but he got because he got stuck with the Hurricane thing. He kind of never got to the, escape that. That's yeah. All. Uh, anyway, they throw Hurricane out after that, and then Farouk comes in, and he's immediately gone. Like, took- he gets a bit, he gets a few spots, but then he's just kind of gone. Yeah, and then it's Austin and Triple H, and then our first surprise of the night that they spoiled last week, Mr. Well, Perfect. They, Mr. Perfect. To be fair, I think like he's another one of those r- Rumble returns they also announced along with the perverts. Yeah. I didn't know that Mr. Perfect was still around at this yeah, point, he, 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 he goes to TNA after this and then dies. Oh, uh, no. Uh, uh, Mr. Perfect not, not was because one of my he favorite went to characters as a kid, and uh, not just because he was Minnesota. I didn't even know that at the time, but like I Chris, love I, that character. Despite of, looking, I, I, despite looking aged, Mr. Perfect did pretty go, good. Though. Yeah, despite despite the fact that I, I, if I recall, he's got a pretty bad. He had a pretty bad back around this time. Yeah, but he can still kind of go, and he goes. And by that I mean like he's he's in here for way too long. He's in here for so fucking long. Yeah. Like I was... okay, so let me just go in order cuz this sort of turns into a big fuck fest fight for a little while. Angle comes in. Big Show comes in. Kane comes in. Now they're all fighting. And then uh, I believe Big Show's thrown out. I don't know by who, I forgot. Might Ang- have been Kane. It was it was it was Kane who lifted him up in a body slam, but and Big Show has actually noted on uh, himself. He said Kane is one of the strongest wrestlers he's ever worked with. Huh. So okay. we're back to Austin. He can. He says he says I know I I know when someone lifts me who can like actually stably keep me up up and and Kane is uh, he's actually said that there's a match. When Kane had him up in a body slam and it was holding it up there for a while, and Big Show and Kane's laughing and Big Show because Big Show was like, "Put me down." That's amazing. But, uh, something I noted is I wanted to know how well, as the huge guy he is, Big Show was protecting everyone he's in in the ring with. There, I feel like Big Show is one of those guys who's super safe. 
Like, I don't think he ever goes out to be reckless and stupid. Yeah. But, uh, let's see. I think we got Kane. RVD comes out, right? With his old theme music. For no reason. Which made us all question, like, was he always using just the old music? Did they... Did they edit one of a kind or this in in place? We don't know. We don't I know like, what happened here. I just think goes, why did he use his old theme suddenly when they just had him use the one of a kind on SmackDown? Which made us wonder, did he actually use one of a kind on SmackDown or was that like a a network edit of some sort? We're so I'm confused. I'm pretty sure he, it was, they played one of a kind on SmackDown. It actually said, okay, yeah, maybe. But now it's just like, why is he back to the old pan, the not Pantera sound? <laughs> why is he back to not walk? Don't walk. <laughs> not walk. And uh, he comes out, Booker T comes out, and then there's like a couple eliminations. Yes. And Booker T gets eliminated when they're like down to five. Officially, the Spinneroony made Booker look like an idiot as he walked into a stunner and got himself eliminated. And Mr. Perfect's in the final four. Yes. Yeah, I like, did not expect Mr. Perfect's to get in that the far. final. No, Mr. Perfect's in the final three after Austin gets thrown out. That was a really unexpected. Yeah, we were so to, confused. For him to be like, the first of the. Four. Then they wrestle for like three or four minutes with just H Angle and Mr. Perfect. Eventually, Mr. Perfect gets thrown out, and it's just Triple H and Angle. But we were like, "When is when is Mr. Perfect getting the fuck out?" <laughs> I made the I made the one of these things is not like the other joke, and you meant and, and I, you made the joke about how Austin's bald. <laughs> yes, <laughs> because I knew you were going for Mr. Perfect, so I subverted your expectations. Yes, my expectations were subverted. So after some wrestling, Triple H dumps Angle out for the win. And then it's just like, yeah, show's over. So, uh, here is some statistics. The person who was in the longest was Stone Cold Steve Austin with a 26-minute stint. Nice. The person who elim- was who eliminated the most was tied between The Undertaker and Stone Cold. Oh, okay. With seven. Ah. The person who was in the shortest amount of time was... Scotty too hottie. Scotty too hottie. Oh, I was kidding, but Wait, okay. no. Actually, it was Farouk. Okay. I was like, no. Scotty no, too hottie was in for the short amount of time, but they counted him in doing his entrance as part of his stay. Yeah. Honestly, it was kind of a fairly predictable winner for Triple H. I mean, he so just far. came back. Yeah. He just came back. But he, it was a pretty good old rumble overall. So, I do hope... I, H is I, going to hope... face the Universal, uh, not Universal, the Undisputed <laughs> Champion at WrestleMania 2018 or, or X8, <laughs> as they called it for some fucking reason. Because WrestleMania X7. I just wanted to say that I hope that Maven, uh, after he got eliminated Bobby and beat Maven. the shit out of, I, well... well I, I hope he got some he, popcorn. I, I thought that he got. I, <laughs> I never saw him get eliminated, though. So I was thinking, I hope he gets comes some kind of rematch or something. I, I think like everyone actually thinks he never got eliminated, but he did. It's just people keep forgetting he got thrown out the second time. Yeah. Like I also was convinced he never got eliminated from this rumble, but no, he got eliminated. He went out. Yeah. Okay. 
So, SmackDown was bad, but the Royal Rumble was actually all right. I think it yeah. was all right. I don't have a, a I don't have a show. rating for it, but it was pretty decent. I liked most uh, of the matches. Our MVP this week. Uh, they really need to cut that fucking interval time though on the fucking. That interval time was fucking long. Jesus. Yeah. We could have used some of that time for the women's match, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. And the, and the title ma- and the and the the undisputed title match could have gone longer. A little bit longer. Mega Fighter kept trying to suggest like thirty-five minutes, and I'm like, this isn't New Japan. Twenty-five would <laughs> suffice. Uh, yeah, that's true. 20- well, because there was like an hour and thirty-six minutes left, so thirty-six is probably gonna go to the to the title match. But then it's like, ah, no. But uh, all right, let's go to let's uh let's do awards. Yeah, this is the our thing MVP. we don't do in the C show. <laughs> Rock Dan. So our so our MVP of the night or of the week, I guess. I'm going to say Rikishi. I was going to say Chris Jericho because I felt like he did a great job. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, Chris Jericho did a great job, but Rikishi was, like, above and beyond our own expectations of him. Because uh, we're so used to guy with ass. Rock 10 tiebreaker. <laughs> you know what? I think I'm going to agree and go with Rikishi. I yeah. like Rikishi, but I, yeah, I was going to give him underrated. Well, we can't give him underrated because fucking Jim Jr. said that Lance Storm was the most underrated. Oh yeah, Jim Ross said Lance Storm was the most underrated, and how do we contest against that? Like, what the like, fuck? That's an official statement from a WWE like a commentator. Test brackets. Thanks, Jr. He's probably not. He's honestly probably not wrong because no, yeah, Lance Storm. No, Storm test is good. Test is good. Also, yeah, wait, but no. no, but Jr. said Lance Storm. Yeah. Also, Lance Storm. I'm stupid. Yeah, so our underrated for this one is Landstorm. Lance Test. Lance Test. Thanks, because JR. Landstorm is the official one because he... JR said it. JR said so. <laughs> our, uh, Did he our... actually say Lance Test? No, no, he said Landstorm is the is the underrated, is the most oh, underrated I thought he, person I thought in you, WWE. I thought it, I thought been, our sign of the week it. is... Eh. Uh, let's just go with the neon what sign that you guys pointed out because I didn't see anything else that was good. What is our why of the week? Um, the, the Rock not knowing how to operate a camera. The Rock can't operate a fucking yeah. camera. The worst uh, fucking sign. You know, honestly, you know, I would. I know this. He he's done it later, and my. I, my why would be JR having to join in with Jerry on on, on the perverted comments. That's you, also you're free. You free. You're free to have your own why, Rockton. You're that, a guest. That's, that's pretty fair. That is pretty fair. Like we just, it's just the the fucking the rock camera segment was so bad, and it's one that you could fix easy by just having it be like have him tell the cameraman to point point it at, at that lit point it at that honey with the sign point it at that kid you know that kind of shit point it at that side of the crowd and that side of the crowd oh there's nobody over there don't point there <laughs> no no just, just uh, ignore the empty seats don't point that way <laughs> like don't oh, have another the... another contender would have ignore is... that sign that says sting <laughs> you know, i would actually have another contender is the crowd having to chant what for everything well, that's not Cole really a, doing. like that's not a book segment to so. some bitches to some bitches <laughs> fries oh, no, no, no. oh it's like why is like a segment 
like or, a segment. Like, why is this happening? Why did they? Book oh yeah, this? I forgot to mention that the crowd oh, keeps okay. chanting "What at Kurt Angle" and it keeps distracting him, and it's fucking funny. That's, that's actually pretty good. I like that. That's a continuing thing. Is that I think that was brought up with like Booker T was like Booker T went what and like Kurt went. Don't say that word. I hate. Don't that Don't say word. that fucking I love, word. I love that wasn't a one-off thing for one yes. match. That he. He just has a psychological hatred of the word what. He doesn't like asking questions, I guess. He just doesn't like what. You can ask him who, why, when, where, how, but don't ask him what. <laughs> well, Is that if, all our awards? If, if we were talking about a segment, then, so, yeah. then, then JR talking about the puppies. Because we don't, we don't have a, a match. We don't have the winner because Raw, no Raw this yeah. week. And we're not, we're still not in the brand split yet. Yeah. I still want to show. I still want to determine which is the better show, though. Yeah, we we got. We're working our way there. I, I think can't wait for the fucking brand split because I'm sick of watching the same variation of like two matches yes. on yes. each show. It's like, oh, we didn't have this tag match on Raw yet. Let's just go and have it. <laughs> this is one of the things. Uh, I I I was I was bored and uh, actually had his head in the background and weirdly i, I sometimes sleep fall asleep to the weirdest things i okay. i was <laughs> i was i was listening to spoonies wrestle wrestle and god listening to some of those things he said back then he was right a lot of times in this terms in this respect man wwe overdoes the fuck out of out, out of a feud and how many times people wrestle each other oh yeah they'll, they'll just oh, yeah. have people wrestle each other on free tv six or seven times spike dudley for spike dudley and taz versus the dudley boys dudley and, then they'll, and then they'll have and then they'll have the pay-per-view matches and then they'll it's it's that match again feud. except we'll have a finish <laughs> and then they'll continue the feud still after that yeah they're doing that right now with trip with 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 Drew McIntyre and Randy Rock Orton. Rock Tan, I need you to come back to 2002. C come back to 2002. <laughs> come on, man. Less than Jake. Fountains of Wayne. Bowling for Soup. Come on. Um, no the king of, named Alexa, please. king of Queens. The Drew Carey Show. Come on. Come back. Come back with me. Come back oh, with God. me. Oh, <laughs> God. Cleveland, that seventy show. Oh, this is going wrong. This is go. Oh, we can't go back to two thousand two. Oh God, back to boiling the soup. We can't. Fuck. They're in twenty twenty two. No. About Alexa Bliss. No. Thank you for watching, Wrestle Boys. We're doing slightly better this week with a grand total of. 13 plays per episode which is better than last week it was three and we're and we're going to be canceled after this episode and we're going to be canceled new... because of hiv thanks <laughs> thanks abdul yeah. the butcher thanks abdul the butcher <laughs> so we we're on spotify we're we uploaded our episodes to um, itunes as well a couple of the other like free podcast places I don't remember the name of. I'm sorry you don't pay do me enough. We're, we we're on Spotify. On we premiere on YouTube as well. But you can follow us on our brand new Twitter that I've only posted on once at WrestleBoys. <laughs> I'm going to give MegaFighter the password for that later. ITunes. Google. Oh, and fucking Google Play and all that other shit. Yeah. Um, leave the review. <laughs> 
Leave a comment. <laughs> Leave a comment. Just tell us we're making a horrible mistake and I'll agree with you. I'll, I'll heart that, I guess. I know. <laughs> You know, leave leave whatever comments you want about the various topics we've discussed. And do you know check what? Out our, HIV. Check out our MySpace, guys. Follow <laughs> us on Twitter. Yeah, Hit we're that set up like a MySpace button. for you guys. Smash that Facebook. Punch that LinkedIn. Throw your grandma in a garbage can. <laughs> I, I, and you know what they say every time we end Rassle Boys. End of Rassle Boys statement. Good night. <laughs>